0: A woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW, void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions,
2: 18 plus. I wanted to do something tremendous to achieve what men of science have dreamt of since the world began to gain wealth and fame and honor, to write my name above the greatest scientists of all time. I was so pitifully poor. I had nothing to offer you, Flora. I was just a poor, struggling chemist. I shall come back to you, Flora, very soon now. The secret of invisibility lies there in my books. I shall work in Kent's laboratory till I find the way back. There is a way back, Flora, and then I shall come to you. I shall offer my secret to the world with all its terrible power. The nations of the world will bid for it thousands, millions. The nation that wins my secret can sweep the world with invisible armies. Don't you see what it means? Power, power to rule, to make the world grovel at my feet. Power to walk into the gold vaults of the nations, into the secrets of kings, into the holy of holies, Power to make multitudes run squealing in terror at the touch of my little invisible finger. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! <laughs>
3: Far, John, oh, I wanna beat the door down. Just look inside. A vital side look up, but I can't stop slamming. Way grim. I'm not invisible. I'm not invisible. I'm not invisible. I'm not invisible. I'm not invisible.
4: everybody welcome to episode i think 226 this is kyle with the new episode i'm joined by uh tim who will be played this week by luna vashon or the ghost of luna vashon excuse me
3: from this day forth i will haunt your very breath i will be your shadow in the darkness and then soon very very soon i will wipe you from this earth and I, Luna Vashon, I will be the goddess of the square circle.
1: Luna Vashon. <laughs> Jesus. Luna Vashon. Just remembered who that was.
4: She managed Bam Bam Bigelow for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was kind of, that was weird
4: because She was awesome, she could actually wrestle.
1: Cause she, yeah, I was gonna say she. When they let her. Uh, she was in Glow Wrestling, I believe, for a short time period, mm-hmm. and I believe she even showed up in ECW for a short time. Like she. She was always with Bam Bam. Yeah, but I'm gonna say she not in the early days. She was when, with Mark
4: Mero for a while, I think. Yeah,
1: she. Uh, well, yeah, before Sable, okay. but I was gonna say, uh, first off, Luna Fashon, like she made a career like she really was all over the map. She was kind of like the early days Roddy Piper of females uh-huh. in wrestling because she traveled everywhere. Uh, and she did the Japanese circuit. She did everything. She was she was all over the place. She was in AWA.
4: Well, I'm glad she is playing the role of you this week.
1: <laughs> but I was going to say the early days of Bam Bam Bigelow, if you remember, it he didn't have anybody because you remember when he fought Lawrence Taylor, and oh yeah,
4: <laughs> that was funny. Is that WrestleMania <laughs> this five is, or something?
1: Yeah, this is like this is like uh, wrestling podcast <laughs> material right there. Derailed
4: before we even started the train.
1: Yes. Cause w- once you start talking, Lord's Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow matches. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do I have to talk about the time that Shawn Michaels threw Marty G and Eddie through the window of the barbershop? Because that's the greatest <laughs> fucking wrestling memory that just shattered my world in like 1985 I, when i was a kid
1: i'm going to say I, I i'm sorry i have to disagree great <laughs> moment but if we're talking stuff piper's pit when he hits Snooka with the, the fucking coconut, coconut i'm sorry i'm I, i'm old enough i got to see that and that was just hilarious
4: well if you thinking back like there are some earth shattering things that like just broke my psyche. When I was a kid, Marty Giannetti getting thrown through the window of the barbershop was one finding out that Vader is Luke's father is another one. And when they they pulled the the curtain back and showed Mario brothers three and the wizard,
1: I think
4: think that's where I got my first moaner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're into the girl gaming chick.
4: Yeah, who is now the head of a really terrible punk band? I think, you know, if you want to call it a punk band, I don't know. But I'm a, I might get some hate for that. People like that man, but I don't give a shit about all that. We like, we like movies. And what movies did you watch this week, sir?
1: I'm well, just go, enjoying. Me, we've already derailed the <laughs> podcast.
4: Let me go. Let me go first because I was, uh, I have found new glorious stuff to watch. One new glorious TV show to watch, and one old glorious TV show that I got into. Okay. The first being, have you been? You no, know, I know you haven't been watching it, but have you heard of American Gods? I have stars, and I just—you should be watching American Gods, Tim. Gray. I,
1: I just—it's it, weird because it's one of those things. I just, I, I, it just—I don't know.
4: You should be watching it.
1: You know what I mean? But, it's one of those things that yeah, just I just don't know.
4: Well, let's see if I can sell you on this. Uh, it's it's only two episodes deep. I'm going to give you a cast here.
1: Okay. Um, well, I've seen some of the people that are in it, and I understand why you like it.
4: Right. Let me, if I can. It uh, just wants to, fucking IMDb just wants to give me. A link to Amazon to watch it. I don't want to fucking watch it on Amazon. Okay, here we go. We got a cast. The cast of... We've got Emily Browning, the blonde chick from Sucker Punch, who is not that bad. She's not in it a lot.
1: I don't like Sucker Punch.
4: Yeah, she's not in it a lot. She's actually dead before the series even starts. Uh, we got Ian McShane playing Mr. Wednesday, who is is kind of you in the scenery and uh, and I'm kind of like dude you need to uh pull it back here because it's two episodes deep I don't know what the show is about yet and I don't think anybody else does either but we've got Ian McShit Crispin Glover, Cloris Leachman, Peter Stormare, Jillian Anderson, Orlando Jones and the list goes on and on It's, it's I think this show is about Kind of like if you took old Greek mythology, like you know everything. There was a god of everything. There's a god of the the days of the week. There's a god of war. There's a god of the underworld. Yeah. All that shit. I think it's like an updated version of that. I think Ian McShay may be the devil. May they haven't. I don't know, but he is. He has hired a black guy who just got out of prison to be his kind of like right hand man. The guy's wife has just died and a lot of weird shit. It's like there's a world on on top of our world leaking into – it's really I, – it hasn't even said what it's about yet. But see if this sells you on the idea of the show. I'm going to give you a brief rundown of episode two. Mind you, in episode one, the black guy, his name is Shadow Moon, which his parents were hippies and gave him that name, which I think is hilarious. Got into a fist fight with a drunken leprechaun in a bar shaped like an alligator. <laughs> in episode two, you have a lady who, she's already she did this in episode one, has sex with a man or a woman. And while they're having sex, this person shrinks and she shoves him up her vag. Then uh, you see a giant outer space vagina. And people are going into the giant outer space vagina. Then the black man is shopping at Walmart, and Juliana Anderson playing Lucille Ball shows up on the television and has a big monologue with him.
1: Then, yeah, I see. Because that's like what well, I'm not better. understanding. Like, what's what the hell is the show about, and I, what's going on? It gets
4: better. I don't know yet. I don't know what. Honestly, I don't. I'm not sure what's going on. But the last half hour of this week's episode was Peter Stormare, my boy, with his sister Cloris Leachman in a house in Chicago, basically giving Peter Stormare's backstory is exactly like Leatherface. He doesn't, he's some Slavic god of like cow murder or something because he was fired dude of like upgrades in the slaughterhouse. So now they just, you know, they don't need a guy with a sledgehammer killing cows. They just have the bolt gun. It's mm-hmm. exactly like Leatherface, but he challenges the black guy to a game of checkers in which if he, the black guy wins, Mr. Mr. Shadow moon wins. Uh, Peter Stormare goes on their adventure with them, which I'm all for more Peter Stormare than Mary. If he loses, he gets to brain the fucking, the guy with a big, giant steel hammer and he lost so i don't know what's going on it's the best show on right now i'm telling you this show's fucking amazing i'm gonna shit when crispin glover finally shows up (laughs) you're speechless i see
0: i just i
1: I just i don't know what even to say
4: set it on give it give it give it two episodes dude give it two episodes because it's it's pretty genius. It's based on a book by Neil Gaiman, so it's got the outer space cosmic funkiness to it. Given okay. it few episodes. I don't think this... Just due to the nature of the... Sh- it's very well made, amazingly like cast, but due to the nature of it and the uh, like, kind of mysterious I don't know what's going on. I don't think it'll get a, it. It's going to be a Hannibal situation I think with this. People okay. are going to love it, but it's always going to be on the bubble of getting cancelled.
1: Okay, because, I, like, I, I've wondered, and I, it just, I don't know. I, I, a lot of the shows, I just. I gave it a
4: chance blindly, and I fucking was in love with it, man. Like, first gonna, episode, uh, I was like, I'm in for the run the whole run. I
1: will, I will try to watch it. You got stars, I'm it sure.
4: Out. It's only two episodes deep so far. Yeah. I'm sure. Carve out a two-hour chunk and, and watch it. It's fucking good shit, dude.
1: Okay, if I find time, because I got—I just got yeah. a bunch more movies, so.
4: Yeah, you were telling me, and.
1: Uh, yeah, I've—I got even more, and I got more coming. Holy shit! I—I I, I now have uh, all all region Blu-ray player coming now too. Oh sweet! Yeah.
4: Speaking of which, did you ever get your laser disc player working that? Nope. That John gave you with all those laser discs. Nope. Oh, that's a bummer, dude.
1: I kept the laser discs, the laserdisc player went out the door.
4: Oh, well,
1: I, I went down every avenue yeah. I could of trying to get that running and fixing it. And to be honest, I'm just at that point where uh, it's taking up space in my house and it's bothering me. I'll
4: just throw it in the magic Tim Gross basement.
1: It it was there for a while.
4: You know what you need to do, man? Take it to a take it to a convention and give it to somebody. Tell them it's broke. If they can fix it,
1: they can have it. Well, I I actually talked to a couple of people. I went into a Laserdisc group and asked a few people, like, what's their right.
0: honest opinion right. about it.
1: And uh, I got, like, two responses out of the, like, five people that were, like, looking at it. And they basically said, yeah, dude. Uh, Snap
4: it.
1: Yeah. Uh, they, they said it sounds like it's done done. Oh. Uh. I said, really, is it even worth trying to fix? And
4: it got the AIDS. It got the laser disc AIDS, man.
1: Yeah, they were saying, yeah, there's a good chance uh, you're gonna spend a lot of unnecessary money for something that's not gonna work.
4: one of those things where eh, you're gonna be cheaper just buying a, like a one that works. Yes. Yeah. I've never, yeah. You know, exactly,
1: I'm- and that's what it came down to. Because they're like, yeah, you could still find them pretty cheap on F- at flea markets, conventions, stuff like that. They were just like, yeah, go that route if you really want one. They're like, but yeah, it sounds like this is where you're getting into tedious trying to track down parts for it, and yeah. it's not. And these days, they're like, it's not a guarantee even if you do that that it's going to work. Yeah. they yeah, like, you're better off just scrapping it and trying to get another one.
4: Yep. Well, I'll give you the little history of laser discs. I've never seen a laser disc. Really? Never. Laser discs completely just blew over my town. You couldn't ever rent a laser disc anywhere in my town. No one that I even knew had a laser disc. It just blew, blew through like, like the wind. Never seen one, never owned one. The only ones I ever bought were the two Seagal ones I bought for you.
1: <laughs> you it. put it here. I I will I will tell you right now. The first time and only time I've ever watched Top Gun on a laserdisc.
4: I saw that to drive yeah, I mean,
1: it. Yeah. And I turned
4: out not to be gay. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> yeah, first time and only time I've ever watched Top Gun was on a Laserdisc.
4: You know, that's a movie that gets a bunch of love that I just don't under- Don't get it. <laughs> I'll fucking get it.
1: Another movie I've seen on Laserdisc? What's that? Lethal Weapon. Hell yeah, god,
4: dude, it's been 20 years since I've
1: seen it, any I, Lethal I, weapon, weapon movie. First Lethal Weapon movie, which is just awesome, but favorite Laserdisc to this day because it blew my mind dead alive aliens uncut version
4: oh with the extra
1: CG yes new family and but stuff for how many years like that was like a hidden gem like you would watch the tv version of aliens and all of a sudden like extra scenes would show up and you'd be like what the fuck <laughs> you know
4: why is this hamster running around
1: yeah it's just...
4: let's do the run there's like the hamster's they think they find the aliens, but they're just the hamsters running around. Yep. There's them setting up the automatic guns in the hallway that's, and all that I was going to
1: say, that's the biggest of the scenes because yeah. that's actually broken up into four or five different scenes during the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not forget the alternate beginning
4: the alternate beginning about, yeah, that you get all the Newt's backstory
1: and stuff. Yes, yes. And you get to see uh, some of the people that were on LV-427 before it gets taken over. Well. That's it, like 10 yeah. minutes long right there.
4: Let's, uh, yeah. That's where you get the, the scene with the space
1: rebox. Yes.
4: Anyway, let's derail the show even more. <laughs> We were were talking about it before we started. Alien Covenant is coming up in two weeks, so we're going to cover it on the show. Yes. Do you have any, like, reservations about it going in?
1: I have a ton of hatred for it already. (laughs) Really? I just...
4: I'm so optimistic. Like, I want this to be... I want it to be so fucking good. I do.
1: I know. Don't don't get me wrong. I want it to be a good movie, but already going in, it pisses me off. <laughs> uh oh. That this is still like a prequel, is and it? I thought it was.
4: I don't know. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be like
1: it's in because the I thought this is the sequel to Prometheus. I think kind which of, but not really. Happens it's... before.
4: Okay, then you're right. Sigourney Weaver. Then you're right, yeah. Because I don't think they could honestly get it out there as the sequel to Prometheus because that movie,
1: people hate yes. the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they just... But, all, but also, too, I think that's why the aliens show up in this one. But what's bothering me... Something's up. I, yeah, I'd like, I want read... it to be good, but something's yeah, up here. Yeah, I've read some articles online recently, and it's just like... Basically, it's all Ridley Scott's fault why we don't have an alien sequel movie. Well, did like, you? Did you read there should that, be uh, more sequels.
4: Right. Is that is the problem? Well, there should be just as many sequels, just good ones.
1: Yes. It's not and he's part of the problem, not the solution.
4: Yes, you're right. And I did read. I don't know if this was, not, you know, quote unquote Donald Trump fake news, but I did read that uh, the Neil Blomkamp Alien movie is R.I.P dead like they, <sighs> they, they took it away from him
1: that's that, just that's stupid. stupid
4: that's if there was a man ever put on the earth to revitalize that fucking series that's the guy you want doing it
1: yeah and if this is part of ridley scott's grand plan I good for you ends. you're a fucking asshole
4: this is my, my either shit or get off the pot ridley scott movie coming up
1: Covenant. yeah because this is the same person that said he didn't want to make a didn't want to make sequels to alien for how many years? And he and on and he didn't. Yeah, and he didn't. But B also didn't want to like. He's always said, "I don't want to revisit that. Why would I go back and do that?" And all of a sudden, we get Prometheus, and it's like, dude,
4: I have never f- had a worse time in the theater. Even I don't know, like a couple times, I've I've walked out of no movies ever. Mm-hmm. But man, Prometheus. But Not
1: point I was going to say point C is if some of the stuff I've read is true, it hasn't been so much 20th Century Fox as much as Ridley Scott being a complete dickhole. All
4: right, let's let's reserve our judgment. But I'm just saying something's like something I, feels I, off about this movie. Like, oh, I want it to be so good, but I don't. I, I want don't it to so it, it,
1: well, here. OK. Again, let me say. Uh huh. There is a deep part of me that wants to go see it just because I am not much of a fan of the alien, you know, valiant.
4: I, I, right. I, I think I even speak for you when I say, look, it, it does not matter how many bad aliens movies you're gonna put. We're gonna go see them in
1: the theater. Yes, 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 exactly.
4: Tickets are already sold
1: here. Yes, yes. I don't care. If, I don't care if Corey Feldman shows up.
4: Hey! hey, hey. Got, no. no! 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 We got yelled at. You better shop right now, man.
1: We got yelled I don't care if we're talking bad about Corey. Feldman I don't Corey care Smith. if Corey Feldman, John Kuzak, and his sister show up in this. I would still go see it because I mean, it could be Aliens versus Puppet Master, and it have nothing to do with either series, and I would go see it, it just for the mere reason. I mean, you could put aliens in anything. I'm gonna go see that movie. Yep. I wanna see it. But my, now, now, besides that point, A, this is a, another prequel. B, what's pissing me off is please do not be the thing prequel. C, This, it just, it's driving me nuts. Why don't we have, like, an Aliens movie every two to three years, kind of like Star Wars? I don't know. Why, why, why can't we have the Colonial Marines? I mean, yes, I love Sigourney Weaver, but she even said, she's even said we don't need to have her in every movie. And she's right, yes. It, It just, there should be, like, these Alien movies could be literally... Uh, a story in each movie. It could be a different one every time.
4: Well, leave it to Hollywood, big Hollywood, to fuck up. Yeah, but from what I keep reading,
1: this isn't all Hollywood. This is Ridley Scott being a dickhole.
4: I'm sure. I think you're like, right.
1: He's like he's meddled with a lot of this, and it just fucking pisses me off.
4: I've I've said it for a while now, man. I want them to George Lucas this this series. I want them to get it out of his hands.
1: And I don't care if
4: they give it to Disney. Like, Disney, no. No, I don't, you know?
1: no I'm with you. Give it, if there's a person on this earth, it, it's going to do something good with it. Neil Blongenkamp, yep. I have total faith in that motherfucker to do something.
4: 100%. Man's never made a bad movie. Well, eh, Chappie's pretty.
1: I make fun yeah. of Chappie. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he knows, yeah. you can see he knows what he's doing.
4: He, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this I isn't a
1: Paul W. S. Anderson.
4: Don't ever. No, we we went yeah. down too many side roads already, Tim.
1: Yeah. Don't it get just, off uh, on the
4: I hate Paul W. S.
1: Anderson. I just fucking hate that guy too, yeah. man. Like
4: it still baffles me that he made Event Horizon one of the best, and yeah. then shit the bed repeatedly. <laughs>
1: Oh, don't even mention the Flyers in a comment on Facebook again, dude. <laughs> flyers can go suck a fucking bag of dicks. That's I not heard even that fun. That old lady
4: was a Flyers fan,
1: dude? No, no she wasn't. She'd <laughs> fucking take a dump on those fucking pieces of shit.
4: Anyway, what have you been watching? Or well, I I, I did get into another TV show. Okay. Like I said, the 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 girlfriend is a CEO and uh Correctional officer.
1: Yes. And so
4: she comes over last night. Last night was like the greatest night in the world. Within the span of like a half hour, I, I ordered Dick's pizza. We had to eat dicks. So uh, <laughs> Dick's pizza is like one of the, <laughs> the. Yeah, one of the pizza joints we have in Portland, and they have their pizza is really good, but they're famous for like these breadsticks. Everybody I'm so
1: glad you're eating dicks. Yeah,
4: last we were they have these breadsticks that are like giant and deep fried, and they everybody calls them horse cock breadsticks because they're as big as a horse cock.
1: Uh, so these are kind of like the uh, what I call Omaha steak hot dogs. Have the you ever pests. seen those? I call those the Ron Jeremy dogs. Sure. They they're literally like eight inches long and weigh a pound of piece.
4: Yeah, that would <laughs> basically describe Dick's horse cock breadsticks. <laughs> but I call I call. She's like, I'm coming over. And I was like, cool, I'm going to get some pizza, uh, we'll eat Dick's, we'll eat horse cock's. And I get to pick the pizza up, and the lady's like, oh, shit, we've messed your order up, we're sorry. We made a meat lover's Dick's, <laughs> we made a meaty Dick's pizza, <laughs> instead of a pepperoni <laughs> Dick's pizza. And uh, you give us eh. ten minutes, and we're, we're going to make it right. And I was like, oh, that's, you know what, no problem, shit happens. Uh, and the lady ends up giving me two orders of horse cock breadsticks. One meaty dicks pizza and one regular dicks pepperoni pizza. (laughs) This could be an episode in itself. For free. I got, like, so much free pizza last night. It was was ridiculous. But we got it home. We started eating the cheesy and meaty dicks pizza. And we started watching Orange is the New Black, which is (laughs) four seasons long. And we love it. It's, It's funny. It's sad. It's serious. They're chasing chickens around. Uh, within the span of five minutes, we were eating dicks, and I got to see Donna from that '70s show's boobs. Nice, great. I had to immediately call my dad and tell him, which was hilarious because, oh yeah, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's old news. I saw those a while back." And I was like, "I figured you had."
3: <laughs> he
4: was Like two things on earth that my dad loves: NCIS and that '70s show, and especially Donna from that '70s show. He loves her. I, hey, I understand. I had, to, I had to immediately call him and said I saw Donna's boobs. And he was I like, understand. literally underwhelmed. He's like, that's old news. Where you been,
1: kid? She so are, like, were like, you watching this since the new season's coming out and that hacker tried to hold Netflix at ransom? He
4: was telling me about I don't know anything about this.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because see, this is my conspiracy theory of how Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 leaked out there.
4: Oh, it didn't. It, it leaked, but it was uh, a. a Checked on it before I went today to see that the, I was going to the theater. I was just curious. Yeah. And I put it in on the magic fire stick. It's a cam job. It was a good okay. the theater. Yeah.
1: Cause uh, yeah. Cause see the, the, what I was reading is, uh, and this feeds into my conspiracy the- uh, theory. One a first off for anyone that didn't know, apparently, uh, guardians of the galaxy volume two got leaked last. What was it? Saturday or Sunday last weekend. Uh, I
4: saw it when we were doing the show last Sunday. It's okay, said yeah. DVD quality wasn't
1: DVD quality. Yeah, it, it got leaked. Well, I read into this more because apparently over last weekend, too, uh, Netflix was being held at ransom because somebody hacked into their main account and stolen or ripped uh, the latest season of Orange is the New Black. And a lot of people were pointing that, uh, the post-production company that's used out in Hollywood for a lot of the Netflix stuff, but a lot of studio stuff, is the same company. And was this, there was there a was lot of...
4: Tie, was this tied into the Howard Stern show somehow?
1: That I don't know, because, but there was a lot of finger-pointing basically what, saying that the dude that did the hacking actually worked at the company.
4: I remember like a, maybe a year or two years ago that a big movie got like, DVD quality got ripped and thrown out there, like, weeks before its premiere. And, you know, sometimes well, you have little watermarks on the bottom.
1: I, I was going to say, I know Paul Bart Part Two was the big one that got oh. thrown out there, but no one cared. But yeah. I think one of the Fast and Furious sequels it was one of the ones no, you you're talking about.
4: I don't think it was that one, but the little watermark on the bottom said Howard Stern. Okay. And somebody, because it was—I don't know—they've got some Howard Stern fans on the show, I'm sure. Somebody let us know because I—someone stole it from them, or I don't know. It just had—it was leaked to the or linked to the Howard Stern show somehow. Mm. Anyway.
1: I'm I well, either. anyhow, part of the conspiracy theory is the two um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two only—it it screened once last weekend, and that was it. So, it was kind of like, if it was not this Netflix hacker dude, it was actually a critic that was leaking this, or somebody at work for the company. Which, well, yeah, that, maybe, like I said.
4: Maybe your theory is going to hold sway when they finally made the switch to digital, that it's going to be just that easier to oh, yeah. get that shit out there.
1: Because I've already, because uh, I was reading, there's less, like... Uh, less screenings, there's less uh, throwing, you know, they would do couple screenings weeks leading up to it and everything. And that's now with the digital thing. Yeah, that is becoming a thing because apparently I'm forgetting somebody else's movie got hacked too. And they realized they only had a rough cut of it. It's not the full movie. But yeah, the conspiracy is that I, it was at the same company and that's kind of why Guardians got Huh. Leaked out there, and basically guardians from what I was reading that uh they were like, yeah, whatever, go ahead <laughs> like we're still gonna make our money, yeah, uh, yeah where the orange is the now. new black, that's a different story, yeah, that's
4: not a move, yeah, you don't pay for a ticket to see that you pay for it. yeah, I could see anyway, yeah, orange is the new black is pretty great, I like it I'm gonna stick with it. You know, it's fucking got Donna's boobs in it. That's all you needed to tell me. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I watched. I didn't watch anything other than that. What have you been watching, sir?
1: Well, I did watch Jocks, which we're going to talk about tonight.
4: Are we ever? Ah,
1: I love that movie, Donald Gibb. Uh, I finally sat down and watched Jim Roberts' new short film called What's Wrong With Mom. Uh, he's already sold it off. It's going to be part of an anthology DVD collection coming out in the fall, which is cool, and Jim's already, like, he's got two other movies pretty much almost in the can that he's trying to finish up on, which is cool.
4: Is that the, is that the new the new jam now with the independents, like some will, you know, you'll get a bunch of independent movies that will get stuck in an anthology type situation? <laughs>
1: You might be right. I think a lot of them are not going for that, but the sad part is I think uh, some of the companies, like smaller companies, are like, hey, one, they can pay them little money. You know what I'm saying? The Uh filmmakers, little money, where most of the time these filmmakers that do short films, it's usually, hey, this is like a side project. I want to do this. I'm going to put it on. Maybe I'm gonna put it on my next feature I'm gonna make, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of deal. Well, here I can make a 100, 150 bucks. It gets released publicly and it's out there. You know, hopefully my name. There's a lot that goes into it, but what you're saying, yeah, I've and I, I don't blame this, but I'm saying I think because of, uh, I'll point to Jason Hoover doing the collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's up to, like, volume eight now. I love these things. Got a lot of independent filmmakers' uh, names out there. Uh, his is one example of what good it can do. And I think some smaller companies took notice that, yeah, this is – we could package some of these, maybe sign, like, you know, maybe a small, like, kind of like a futures contract with these filmmakers, give us content is what it comes down to, that kind of thing, and – yeah, it's starting. There's a lot of anthologies. And well, also too, let's not forget, VHS made it popular in the last few years. Yeah, um,
4: there's a couple more.
1: Just the same yeah, VHS. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about like that dark tapes that just came out. That's kind of an anthology without being one. Okay. Um. It, it just yeah, there is a lot. It's, it's sure as
4: shit what that George A. Romero presents dead time stories. That thing's like an abomination.
1: Yeah, it's Whoa. basic, basically, especially independent wise, it's for a lot, I believe, a lot of filmmakers like little side projects, something they want to do to keep busy until they get to their next feature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. And, and a lot of them, like Jim, I think he wanted to make this movie and it just, hey, we'll give you a few bucks if you let us throw this in, which I don't blame him because he's, you know. He's gonna go off and do his own features anyhow after that, so it didn't matter. But yeah, it's if you've seen Welcome to Deer Creek or Tonight You Die, you know it's gory and leave it to him when him and his brother go visit mom because she might have the flu and it's not the flu. She's just hungry for flesh.
4: Oh shit. <laughs> she <laughs> ate some Annie Lee's meat pies.
1: Yes, and it's about fifteen minutes long. I loved it, just like all of Jim's stuff. And hopefully, in the next week or two, I have stuff. I have two movies that Jim made when he was like sixteen years old, kind of like oh, Mummy Mummy Sleepover Massacre oh, shit. with Henrik. That's Henrik. That we, yeah, yeah. I was telling him about that, and he's like, "Oh yeah, these are fucking horrible, dude." And he he, he did called Mummy Sleepover
4: Massacre. You want to see that?
1: Yes, and I told him about that and he's laughing. So he kicked up a DVD and uh, the one movie's called Scared Shitless and the other one's called Mark of Insanity. Well, and I believe I've like seen one be of pretty them. Great. <laughs> yes, so I can't wait. I'm a big fan of Jim Roberts always have been since he was a teenager. Uh so yeah, it's going to be fun stuff. Also, watch Convoy, which we're going to cover tonight, yep. which I will say one thing. Yes. This was not as good as I remember when watching it as a kid. Really? Yes.
4: Huh. I was it's kind still, of blown away with it.
1: Honestly. It's still solid, but not as good as, like, what I remember. We'll, it, we'll, it, talk,
4: we'll talk later.
1: Yeah. we got to uh,
4: leave some stuff for the end of the show. We need the ratings, Tim. Come on. I,
1: I know. Well, that's the, We need the ratings. Because we're going to disagree on Convoy. That's going to get people to stick around. uh Territory eight, also called District Eight. <laughs> is this a like, prequel to District Nine? No, this sounds is like garbage. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's very boring. It's basically like a one of those like hey, this is a China US like split crew we kinda made Oh this
4: District B thirteen or whatever
1: you're talking no, about. No, no, this is a different movie than that. Yes, this is uh, kind of – you remember Warning Sign with the uh-huh. dude from Law and Order? This is kind of like that. Yeah, police Academy guy. Yeah, this is kind of like Warning Sign, but made only a couple of years ago, and they call it Territory 8 or District 8, and basically, they, by mistake, they made a small town sick, and, like, what's left of the town, they're trying to break into this research facility and kill the people inside now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not as good, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna discuss Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, yep. which took the daughter to see. Uh, you didn't miss much in the end credit scenes. Yeah, uh, it was fun stuff, but nothing that you were you would be pissed about. As long you,
4: as they didn't show Mojo, I, I think I'm yeah.
1: fine. I, I finally watched Doctor Strange, which was.
4: Curious to think of what you thought about that. I think, I still think this is maybe the number two best Marvel movie.
1: I enjoyed it. It's a solid movie. Just like Thor for me. I didn't have. Thor's good. Yeah. I didn't have any, like I wasn't sitting there like, oh, this movie should be this, that, or the other thing. I was just like, you know, I want to see Dr. Strange uh, since you talked about it. And I liked it. It felt short. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it felt like it didn't feel like it was a holdover, kind of like Thor Dark World. Like, hey, this, we're just doing this until the next Avengers movie. Right, This had the feeling of like, uh, for me, it, it just like, yeah, we hurried, not hurried up and get this out there. We kind of just wanted to cut this short just so you could like we didn't want to get into the origin story of Doctor Strange too much. Well,
4: there's not really
1: much to get into. No, there. there isn't. But it literally was like, "Yep, we're just hurrying up and doing this." And I liked how they did it, though. I think Tilda Swinton yeah. was amazing in that movie. It just felt short. It felt I, if there's anything you can complain about, it just felt like there wasn't kind of like a, a kind of like Doctor Mordred. There wasn't a villain that you were like.
4: I like that villain because he wasn't like a villain. He wasn't like you know we're not talking. Phantom yeah. Here. He's not
1: like Mister Sinister, where he's no, uh, no. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I'm struggling to like how they explain it. It just, it seems like they were not gonna go how the, they were not gonna go over the top with Doctor Strange, as they would with some of the other other Marvel characters. Like this was the safe movie somehow.
4: Uh but they but they made it just weird enough and goofy enough
1: because he yes. was a very. Yes, I liked it. It had a villain without really having a major villain. And it just... And like I said, it was it had that feel like it did have that feel like yeah, this is gonna lead to something else, but it also didn't come off as like Thor Dark World as you're watching it, you're like
4: that's a placeholder movie,
1: yeah, big yeah, guy. yeah. That's that's the perfect example of a movie just waiting until Avengers or waiting until Iron Man three or you know what I mean. Where <laughs> Doctor Strange, it's kind of like okay, this has like. One of those things, I wonder if they cut it short because they didn't want it to connect too much just yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I think they were, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they were testing the waters with Doctor Strange. Like They wanted to see what the response was before they really dive into... Maybe the most random storylines of Doctor Strange.
4: Right. I think that Doctor Strange was, uh, at just, after the weirdness of Guardians of the Galaxy, and to be honest, like, anybody before that Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it, or anybody after mm-hmm. the first one that said they've been a fan for them of that team forever is probably full of shit because that's an obscure fucking team. Nobody yes. knew. Nobody knew Rocket or Groot. Or yeah, it was
1: like more that. obscure than the Watchmen. Yeah, thing.
4: I think Doctor Strange is the safe middle ground if you're going for that.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's...
4: weirdness that Marvel cashed in on big time. That's the yes. middle ground. Like he's 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 got the weird shit going on, but he's also just like you know he's not
1: because the reason I'm like saying this is. Doctor Strange, like, when you're talking about Spider-Man teaming up with people and stuff that I remember, whether it was cartoons and stuff, yeah. Doctor Strange is one of the first people I remember he teams up with.
4: Yeah, he's – he, uh, yep. Yeah, it's so
1: I, I was I, – I, like, Doctor Strange, that movie to me was kind of like, okay, we don't want to – we're going to put this out there. We don't want to go over the top with it. It was a safe bet. Yes, and it's that's what that movie best. comes off as is like
4: I think there was enough originality and they had a really good director in there. I think they did a damn good job.
1: Oh yeah, it's a it's a good movie. There's nothing there's nothing that I can complain about the movie. I think they got the right person to play yeah. Doctor Strange. Um
4: Mickelson is great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I would have liked to see him more if anything. Yeah. I would have liked this I would have liked them to give a little more backstory on his character. Because I, 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 if there's if there was anything I would point to, but it's kind of nitpicking, is I would love uh, them to dive a little more into Mads' uh, little. He
4: just just get like a three minute. This is yeah guy who disagrees with Tilda
1: Swinton. yeah, yeah, and they need. I just felt like uh, to help more of. The developed Doctor Strange, I'm wondering if they cut some of that out of that Swinson character, if they cut some of her backstory out, too.
4: Oh, she's great. i love that lady in anything, man. She's just fucking a national treasure.
1: Because I think they, because it, it, it just seems like there was more, it alludes to more, and like there would be more of that in there, but again, like you said, I think the best thing to say about it was...
4: Maybe it that, just left the, Tim Gross wanting more.
1: Yeah, maybe, but I I agree with what you said, safe bet movie. Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah, and people know, he's right there on the border, like, people know Doctor Strange, but they don't know, you know, a lot about
1: that, you know what I mean? Yes, you're not going to, this isn't, okay, this is another Iron Man movie, I can't wait. No, you're just like, Doctor Strange, it's kind of like, He's a B-lister, but he's a solid B-lister. Yeah, and you're like, this is... Odd, but yet interesting that I really want to check this out. You know, even if the movie sucked, I think I would have been like, I'm glad I still watched it. You know what I mean? I would have wanted to see it.
4: Now you need to see that Doctor Strange made for TV movie from 1980 because that thing
1: is fucking weird. It's probably just like the Captain America movie and just like the Spider Man movies, which I loved by the way back then. (laughs) I loved a Spider Man movie.
4: I don't think I can. I got I got that from Dan at Horror Realm, and I don't think I can put that over. I don't. I love Doctor (laughs) Strange, but. That's a bad fucking movie. I don't care if it was made
1: for TV. No, let, me, let me ask you this. It's Is weird. it better or worse than the Corman Fantastic Four movie? I've never seen that. You should.
4: I, I would like to watch the doc- I've looked on the Magic Fire Stick a couple times for that documentary about it, but...
1: Yep. No, yeah, no. I want to see the documentary.
4: Yeah.
1: I I, I want to see the documentary That's for That's
4: one... It. You put that... Mark that one down. That's what I'll get from Dan next time. I want... Both that movie and the documentary.
1: Okay. Uh, next up, Avalanche Sharks. Jesus
3: Christ.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest casting ever. Do uh, you remember the chicken Transporter 2? The crazy, like, I'm going to kick your ass chick? The crazy, I'm going to kick
4: your ass wearing lingerie chick? That was hot as fuck?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. She's in there. She, that. stunt casting, she plays a marine biologist who lives on a ski mountain. past
4: that's just way too stupid for me
1: it was i it wasn't dude sci-fi
4: out stupid
1: me it wasn't sci-fi that's the sad oh part my god
4: jesus there are <laughs> sci-fi channel knockoffs of knockoffs
1: i couldn't stop laughing watching that movie because of that Man. reason implicit stars like here, the time and... they tried to make terra read a scientist yes <laughs> yeah plus they plus they it stars Erica Jordan, who most like of her career, star. yes, who's made her career of making showtime late night sex movies.
4: okay, so quasi porn star. yes, she's right there where she'll fake getting fucked, but she won't actually get fucked.
1: Um yes and no.
4: Mm, interesting.
1: yes, but she is in Avalanche sharks. Well, there you go. Uh did watch No Escape, which we're talk about that next week. I watched a movie that you might want to check out. It seems like a TV movie from 1980, okay. but it isn't. There was claims that it was released in the theaters, and it made like $6 million. It's a movie called Hangar 18. Is it's,
4: Megadeth in this?
1: No, they're not. It stars Robert Vaughn and Darren McGavin. I
4: like it. Man, I want to see this. That's a team-up I like, right there.
1: And it also has the dad from the Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf movie in it as an astronaut.
4: Oh, fuck that guy. Not
1: Hoy Axton.
4: Um, fuck. Yeah. I can't think of that guy's name.
1: Yeah, I couldn't either. Fucking,
4: Dick Van, not Dick Van Dyke, um.
1: No, not Dick Van Patten either. Not
4: Dick Van Patten. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. The end of, the eight is <laughs> enough guy. It's like that guy plus Richard Mazur equals this dude. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. He's a well, TV
4: dad. Yeah, he's one of the best TV dads. I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: It's basically a movie that it, 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 on a based on a book that talks about the kind of like a the Hangar 18 incident and for the most part apparently a satellite that was being launched in space takes down an UFO huh? and the UFO is found in Arizona and the government is trying to cover it up. And basically they're screwing over the two astronauts that seen it happen and basically saying they're the reason like they killed this air force dude who was one of the astronauts that gets decapitated Ooh. during the explosion. It really plays out like a TV movie. It's really decent, and basically, McGavin it works for NASA. and Love that man. Yeah, he is the head of a scientist crew who, after the government gets the ship, and they put it in the Hangar 18 in Texas. That's not, they go, wait a minute. You're, wait
4: a yeah, minute.
1: Yeah, Hangar, Hangar 18, 18
4: is not in Texas.
1: No, but it, for this movie, it is.
4: It's literally, like, fun fact, Hangar 18 is... Forty miles from my house,
1: Dayton, Ohio.
4: Yep, I drive by it every yeah. wasteland.
1: Yep, uh, that's what. It, it, there's a lot of information about this movie. Like supposedly, this is seen as one of the first documentaries about UFOs.
4: Oh man, you've got my bells ringing, man.
1: Been... Yeah, it, it's a cool movie, and basically, McGavin heads this crew as they like try to figure out what the aliens were doing and different stuff like that, and. They kind of figure like they throw out there like maybe we're the children of the aliens from millions of years ago. This is ancient it's, aliens. <laughs> yeah, and they're like deciphering stuff, and it's decent movie. It's definitely if that you're up my alley, big. Yeah, time. like if you're an X Files fan, people would find this movie very interesting. Well,
4: there well, I've got I've got four new movies for out of print Dan.
1: But also to well, you can watch Hanger Eighteen on YouTube. Mm. Yes, that's where I found it. Nice. It's one of those movies I came across while I was doing my uh, just random, let me see what I could find on here to watch. Well,
4: all the it, apocalypse movies are over. i got to find some other shit to watch. Yes. <laughs> have,
1: and you this gotten, one, uh,
4: have you gotten to communion yet? Whitley Stryver,
1: uh, Christopher Walken, alien abduction? I movie. seen that years ago when it first came out. I remember renting the VHS. Pretty creepy. Yeah, but it's been a while, because I was going to say, I remember what surprisingly was decent was Arrival. With Charlie Sheen, yeah, where the aliens pop
4: their legs backwards?
1: Yes, and they did a sequel to that, yeah. Yeah, I remember renting those, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Hangar 18, something for you to look up and enjoy. Yeah, Darren McGavin, basically, it's like an extension of the Night Stalker. Like, he's literally the reporter character with the... (laughs) the reporter character. Fuck
4: yeah, I want to see this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so but that's what I watched.
4: Well, you you said it. We've got news. Let's get into it. We've got news, folks.
1: Okay. Do you um, want to get into the news or do you want to do the questions since it's 9 o'clock?
4: Oh, uh, it's 9 o'clock. We'll do questions first.
1: But, okay. Yeah, I
4: told everybody I was going to be on at 9. Uh, we'll save the questions for later.
1: You've already got somebody <laughs> saying you got it this time. I do
4: got it this time. That's my friend Chris from mm-hmm. high school. Okay. We're going to get a lot of, like, non-listeners to the show, I feel like. My
1: that's friends that, Yeah, You got to share fine.
4: this with the show pages so we get, because we have a special guest uh coming on, or is supposed to be on. Hey, Dano's here. Hey, Dano. This is really fun. I can't watch this, man. It's really creepy, like, watching yourself <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I had to close that for a minute, so I'm, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to read the questions, Tim. I will, yeah, I'll read You're the ones have we have on and
1: and I'll go back to it. That's the best way to do it. Okay. That, for me, I want to hear
4: from Dano. What did Dano think of Guardians 2?
1: Because that's, like, the best way to do it. Yeah. Because it doesn't, since I'm using an iPad, it doesn't usually come up right away.
4: Oh, you're on, you're on the iPad. Anyway, let's get to the questions. We've got a bunch. People can show okay, up hold at the on. Leisure.
1: Yep, let me refresh. I thought, uh, I'm just saying, I thought I seen Ed Quinlan pop up somewhere.
4: If Ed Quinlan shows up, <laughs> oh crap. I will get myself <laughs> on Facebook Live.
1: I, not because it's it, Ed
4: Quinlan, because he's not dead. <sighs> I still think Ed, Ed, Ed is dead. Until I see that fucker walk out of a portal... Yeah, at a convention. Ed Quillen is dead.
1: We miss you too, Dano.
4: Uh-huh. He
1: said he's having some he's issues. Having some... He doesn't have Wi Fi. Okay. Okay.
3: Let's
4: I, get
1: to we got questions in a couple of places, so yeah. give me a minute. Okay. Give me one second. Because I'm trying to figure out which ones to load first.
4: Dano said he loved uh, or it was very great, Guardians 2. And he was kind of drunk, and he was very drunk and slept in the first 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: Dano, you missed the glorious, glorious first 15 minutes with, uh, um, yeah, it
1: was, with, it uh, was,
4: very coiffed haired, uh, CGI Kurt Russell. Was it CGI Kurt Russell? How did
1: they do that? I, uh, it's hard to, it, you could debate that. There was some, uh, you missed, yeah, Dano, you need
4: to go see it again. You missed, Prime, primo Kurt Russell hair.
1: Yeah, you're seeing like escape from New York Kurt like, Russell.
4: Only like if it was permed in like this Hasselhoff sort of. Which. Home dried to perfection.
1: Which, of course, uh, Hasselhoff was in the movie. We
4: gotta stop talking. We'll talk about that later. There's, okay. We now we gotta, now we I find. No we got to save it.
1: Okay, I, I found what I was looking for first off because I wanted to get these out of the way. Uh, Ben Crawford, who's okay. been sending us a lot lately. I like that, dude. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh, Just got back from Guardians. I give it 500 Hasselhoffs.
4: 500 Hasselhoffs for Guardians. Jeez, that's a lot
1: of what's, what's the cutoff on how we Oh, we're...
4: shit! <laughs> oh, fuck! Look who showed up. A fucking Spookies cast member shows up.
3: Nice. What's
4: up, Anthony? We're famous now. We got Spooky's cast members showing up. I love it.
1: Uh, what's the cutoff on how weird an alien chick can be before you'd refuse to pop out her t tops?
4: Oh man, Nebula was pretty hot. She was hot in the first one. There's like I don't know, dude. You got you got three boob chicks from Total Recall. I'm all for that. <laughs> Beats the shit out of me, I don't know. Uh,
1: ben also sends another question. Who's hotter, 70s Allie McGraw painted green or Zoe Zadana painted into, painted to look like Chris Christopherson?
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have to go with the green Gamora.
1: Yes, that would be Zoe. I just uh, hope
4: no facial hair is on
1: that. Uh, Penfano DeCenzo, I hope I said your name We, did. right we didn't dude. say that name right yeah. uh, But he has a good question too Would you want Marvel to make a Howard the Duck movie? Especially now Howard the Duck has shown up twice now
4: twice. I, dude, I'm, Look man I am fine with that first Howard the Duck movie, I love that movie and that is always on those lists of the top 10 worst movies of all time we'll oh, love I That movie growing up, I, I like it now, Jeffrey Jones is
1: <laughs> it's all rapey I, you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, you
4: gotta be careful what you say about Jeffrey Jones now Back then Jeffrey Jones was like always welcome In a Kyle movie I love that guy In Ferris Bueller in, in, in I love Jeffrey Beetlejuice The guy was in all your favorite movies
1: While he was touching Well little man,
4: I don't even know Man <laughs> It, it kind of sucks when a guy you really like Turns out to be a child pedophile <laughs> Yeah, poor Jeffrey Jones, but he was great. He was in everything. Good. I love that. The, the effects are fucking great. I love Howard the Duck. I don't. Well, I think I the think,
1: duck- think the biggest thing is though about the Howard the Duck movie the is duck it, it, it just it wasn't the movie everybody wanted. Nobody and knew just,
4: Howard the Duck back then.
1: Man. Yeah, it, but the, it wasn't the movie everybody wanted, and I think it was one of those things, kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where this is the hottest thing going. We should make a movie of it. And right. they didn't think twice about it because what they probably what they wanted to do and what was on the screen are two different things. And what they wanted to do probably didn't have either A, the technology or B, probably couldn't get more money, especially since they wasted so much money into that movie.
4: That's a George Lucas film, too, dude. Whether he li- I like that.
1: It, wasn't that movie hundred million dollars or something?
4: Jesus Christ! Howard the Duck cost a hundred million dollars. You to be. Sh- I'm looking this up. I, that's yeah, unbelievable. I,
1: I thought it was like, because I think that's the reason why it gets on the worst list.
4: Maybe like money wise, like worst flops, money wise. But yeah, Howard the Duck. I because,
1: love it. Like the marketing campaign, people were pissed.
4: Howard the Duck. Costs uh, thirty-five million
1: in an only okay. sixteen. I was wrong. I thought it was one of those hundred million ones that, like, but it did lose a bunch of money there, though. I did, I honestly believe it, it. They didn't think twice about it and put that out there.
4: <laughs> I like this user review of Howard the Duck on IMDb because the first line opens with. A whopping boondoggle of sheer notoriety that replaced Heaven's Gate as the most embarrassing miscalculation in Hollywood history.
3: <laughs> that's
4: a sentence, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fucking sentence.
1: Is Howard the Duck a bad movie?
4: Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a fun. fun look, hey, yeah, I was probably. Say, it's
1: bad, but. It's one it's of those the movies
4: 80s. where you're just like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe this.
1: Yes. And that's exactly. why
4: the 80s were so great, because. Yes. You could go see Howard the Duck on one weekend, and then the next weekend you could go see Maximum Overdrive. And then the weekend after that, you could go see, like, I don't know, Big Trouble in Little China. It was just all over the and place. Then, like, and then the in fuck?
1: between that, you're watching Tales from the Crypt on HBO.
4: Yep, Tales from the Crypt. All kind of sh- – Tales from the Dark Side, more likely.
1: But I'm um, just yeah. – just I I wonder, could a Howard the Duck movie work now?
4: <sighs> fuck it, I don't know, dude.
1: Because you're going to put in a ton of money, and I don't, don't think you're ever going to. be wants to.
4: You're ever going to get one,
1: just because. Yeah, I the, think he's going to be. You might get a segment or a scene where you get Howard the Duck, like more than him doing a drink, like he did in Guardians of the Galaxy, or showing up in the first movie at, in the end credits. Yeah. I think you will get a scene, but I don't think you're going to get a movie. Nope. But uh, another good question, Joshua Lascar.
4: I get a lot of new people. I like this.
1: Yeah, favorite shot on '80s movies. Oh, that, uh, on...
4: that's a question for Tim Gross.
1: I I, I thought you might want to answer. Uh,
4: my favorite shot. Have... I love video violence and video violence too.
1: Good picks.
4: I love the, the especially the first video violence because you get to go into the '80s video store and see all that stuff and it's it's that's probably my favorite. Sledgehammer. I know you're a it's
3: big fan de- of Sledgehammer.
1: I, I, I'm not as. I'm a fan. I'm. There is some super fans of that movie, which I totally don't understand. Um, but I am a fan of that movie. I like that. I. I honestly gotta say, favorite shot on video. It will always be, uh, a tie between Woodchipper Massacre and Cannibal Camp. I. I Forever am a John McBride fan, and it, it just one Woodchipper Massacre. The title alone sucks you in. Of course, but, but nothing happened the whole time, <laughs> which is great. But it's great. It's it is literally. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. It, that is the whole entire movie right there in Woodchipper Massacre. It's just it is. It is a classic, okay, here is the box art. You're going to rent this. And you don't get the movie you want. <laughs> but I have come to love it. It is the Bloodless Massacre. It's great. It has two drops of blood in it. Uh, it just a uh, fun movie. But Cannibal Campout is even more hilarious and just a fun mess of a shot-on-video movie. I love watching uh, I, those are probably my favorite shot on video m- movies. Uh, I, I always point to those: Cannibal, Channel Cannibal, and Woodchipper Massacre. Hey, it's Jason Pain. There's, I mean, yes, yeah, Sledgehammer, yeah, Things, uh yeah. You could name a few of those, and it just it's fun stuff. Uh, oh, fun things. S- oh
4: shit! How did I forget Things?
1: Uh, Throw out this Polonia Brothers movie, whatever one you want to throw out there, whether it's Feeders or some of the other ones Among Us, (laughs) random stuff. Go for it. But anyhow, okay. Uh, Let me get into the other questions before we go to the – okay, here we go. I was looking for Patricia. Oh, I forgot. Tristan Gnarly Martin has some questions for you.
4: Oh wait, we got a question from. Well, let's get to this question because it just came in from from Facebook Live from Joshua well, get, from Joshua Loscar. Uh oh, this is this is going to be a Kyle question. What does Kyle think of the Browns 20, 2017 draft? Mm, I
1: yes. would be like here since we haven't. done
4: It's the Browns, man. We could fuck up a sure thing. So I don't know what I think yet. You, I know one thing, dude. You don't draft. They broke the one rule in the NFL draft: you do not draft a quarterback from Notre Dame. Yes, and they broke that twice. I, now they've broke that rule.
1: I totally agree with you. What round did he go in?
4: Uh, uh the, oh
1: God. Because yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't draft was, a quarterback he in he the went first a, round. It
4: was the second round. Okay. Yeah, you don't get, I don't know. Time will tell. We could have all 32 picks in the draft and still end up 0 16. So what the fuck? I don't know. It's the Browns. You can never tell what the fuck they're.
1: Well, let me. Since I want to go. One, I want to add a part B to his question. Okay. Uh, why didn't the Browns go after the Clemson quarterback?
4: Oh, dude, don't get me started on that Clemson quarterback debacle. Uh, that guy, I don't know, man. I don't
1: I, know. I'm just asking. I, he I looks, would have fucking talked easily. He looks pretty solid. There wasn't a lot of, like, quarterbacks that were supposed to go in the first couple of rounds. Right. And he was one of the few, and the Browns, of course, had a lot of picks. So I was oh, just wondering why they didn't go for him. I don't know. And don't who know. are the all the quarterbacks now on the Browns right now?
4: Osweiler, uh, the guy we just drafted, who I can't think of his name from Notre Dame, and uh, Griffin. No, he's gone. That's
1: it. He's we've gone? Only got,
4: we've only got two because they let uh the guy that looks like Dolph Lundgren go, too.
1: I, yeah, I called it. I said they were going to get rid of Robert Griffin III. So. Oh, he
4: was gone before the draft. Well before yeah, the draft.
1: Yeah, but I'm right just right saying, there. I called it.
4: You had to clear up some fucking money.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Hi, Sean Norris, my buddy from high school. That drew the funniest picture of all time once. But I cannot remember, and I'd love to see again because I'd die. Anyway. Go go on.
1: Okay. Tristan Arlen Martin wants to know, after a few triple whiskeys, would you classify yourself as a crazy smeg who eats longer? Oh, I don't understand that question. No, I'm not either. I'm wondering if he had a few too many triple whiskeys.
4: <laughs> he's had the exact right amount of triple whiskeys.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on with another Tristan question. Who'd be the better lover, Lando Calrissian or Jude No, 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 Lando. From Jigolo uh, Joe from
4: AI. It doesn't matter. Lando Calrissian, soul brother,
1: space soul brother number one. Colt <clears throat> 45. He
4: would bring you Colt 45 and seduce you with sexy mustaches and sexy talk.
1: Okay, Tristan Gnarly Martin wants to know which vehicle would you have in the Road Warrior universe? Nitro V eight car, rat bike, armored truck, or gyrocopter. Let me see. <laughs> Obviously I'm
4: taking I'm taking the V eight Interceptor, but yeah. practicality you would be doing because the Interceptor gets wrecked at like the very first part of almost all the Mad Max movies. Practicality would say you take the gyrocopter. Like, you would have such an advantage. You could just drop snakes on people all day. If you have that gyrocopter.
1: See, uh, if you're an armored truck, I believe you are, like, a target.
4: Yeah, they're going to know there's gasoline.
1: Yeah, in the the I car. want I want the Interceptor. But if I can't have the Interceptor, I want one of the cop cars from the first movie.
4: Either, I like the sidecars, too. I'd either take the cow car from yes. Thunderdome.
1: The, or, yeah,
4: I would take the pink, like, jacked-up 57 Chevy that the guy, that the from the Road Warrior with the, that the guy drives with the pink beard.
1: Yes. That's, that's a fucking cool car. Because if, if I'm driving a bike, there better be an assless chaps burning wells with me.
4: Well, I'm saying, like, in practicality also, I'm trying to think of this in practical ways. You wreck a bike, you're fucked. And, like, yep. you know, in a post-apocalypse, you don't want to break a leg. Nope. Because, how are you gonna really get that fixed, man? Yeah, you break a leg, you're fucked. Um so I'm thinking car also like that like El Camino with the the fucking gun with the four arrows in it that Vernon Wells. Yeah, but car. that always
1: seems like the car that gets destroyed too real yeah, quick. Yeah,
4: it gets fucked up pretty quick too. The cow car lives. I'm gonna take the cow yeah. car. <laughs> take
1: okay. The cow car. Uh Tristan also wants to know replace the xenomorph from alien okay. with the alien from the thing and vice versa, would you still have two classic movies or wouldn't they work as well?
4: Shit, man. I don't think so.
1: No. They they wouldn't because I have a feeling the xenomorph, and this is just my explanation, I think the xenomorph would be, if it freezes, I think it's dead. I don't know, dude. I do. I'm just saying. I just think
4: those two. Aliens are iconic from those movies, and you can't switch them.
1: Yeah, the only thing, though... if you That's like
4: saying, let's th- put an alien in a Predator movie. We saw what happened there.
1: Well, that was because of Paul W.S. Yeah,
4: know, so we're not going to go down that fucking Paul W.S.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, And I honestly... I think there's a lot of... Uh, how to put it, kind of ripoffs or offshoots or bootleg versions of, like, the thing out in space... You know what I mean? I think there's enough of those that you get an idea. But if you put Kurt Russell and the thing out in outer space, I would want to watch it. Kamala has showed up. Oh, she's pissed.
4: Kamala shows up for the talk, and she's like, you woke me up for this, you asshole.
1: Uh, Tristan, another question. If you decided to change the shark from Jaws with a 25-foot killer whale, would the movie have been a masterpiece in a summer blockbuster that we all know and love today?
4: No, we'd have Orca, and that's yes. just,
1: eh, It's okay. Yeah. Yes, I totally Orca agree with
4: you. You wouldn't have Jaws. Uh,
1: if a top studio example pee-in-your-butt productions we came to you productions. and asked, what story from a book would you like to be made into a movie, what story would you choose? Oh, what's what
4: book would i like to be made into a movie i've always answered this i'm going to answer it the same way because we've got this question before i would like to see 1988 tim burton make clive barker's the thief of always which is my favorite book it'd be fucking Mm. amazing and i'd also like like somebody like david fincher i would like to see him make uh henry rollins's account of his time in black flag from the book get in the van I think the Black Flag biopic, whoever makes that, is going to be – that's going to be awesome.
1: I'm going to go two movies. One, remake fucking Aliens vs. Predator because that's a fucking (laughs) abomination. If you're going by the books – well, I'm going to go three. Okay. If you're going by the books, Aliens vs. Predator, completely different movie in the books than what it is on film. Comic book – Comic books, yeah. Comic book, I want Aliens, Colonial Marines. Okay. where it just features them. It's badass. Anybody that's checked out some of those uh, side projects that Dark Horse did called Aliens, Colonial Marines during the early 90s, cool shit. Three, everybody had the Garbage Bell Kids and stuff like that. Do you remember the books that had Mr. Happy, Mr. Sad, Mr. Tickles, uh, oh, what the fuck are you that, talking about? I had these books as a kid. They you would get them out of that Troll Read Book, the little Oh shit, where they you guys had that in Pittsburgh where they would it, Yes, reading, in school. Oh, what's it, it called? Riff? I think yeah, it was in school cuz there was a couple of them, but Troll was the big one.
4: They'd take you down to the lunchroom and the, like every lunch table would be covered in books and you could take one?
1: No, see, for us you actually got – it was kind of like the Amazon before it was Amazon. You got the little two- or four-page catalog. Yeah, we got those too. Yeah, and we would order them, Ooh. and they would come in a box, and we would actually get them in the classroom
4: Yeah, we had and those. take them home. It was not well, as cool as the RIF program that we had. I think RIF stood for reading as fundamental or something. I don't know. It was okay. a government program, and, like, the RIF van would show up in elementary school, and every kid would freak out because then, like – like an hour before recess, like everybody get called into the lunchroom, and there was just books laying yeah. on every table, and you could take one.
1: No, I think there was some other schools at the time when I was in elementary school had those, where we had, did this: you took money in, and you would order books and stickers and stuff like that. Yeah, you and, get those sticker books. Yeah, remember? Yeah, I, I always Goonies got one. those sticker books. I had,
4: I had I had the novelization from the Goonies from from those troll.
1: Little full page, yeah, because that's, that's where the Goosebump books first appeared, was that. Nice. But and by then, I was in middle school or high school at that time, but I remember seeing the Goosebump books in those. But there was these little sets of books, and it was a little character, and if it was Mr. Tickles, it was like 20 pages tell you what Mr. Tickles did. That sounds Just real creepy, happy. dude. Mr. Sad, there was a bunch of these dudes, There was, I believe at one point in time, there was a defunct series, like cartoon series, that went on for like six episodes, that tried this in like 1990 or something like that, and it just failed horribly, like no one watched it.
4: Until Pixar got a hold of it and it became Inside Out? Is that what you're saying? Yes, okay. yes. That sounds exactly. like the precursor to that.
1: Yeah, it does. But yeah, I want that to be a movie just because it would be another <laughs> garbage Pail kids or our yeah. the duck situation.
4: Well, we got some more people showed up.
1: Okay, I still Josh have questions.
4: Him, Josh from down the road's here. My buddy Stacy's here. Hi, Stacy.
1: Okay. Oh, we do got want... we
4: got one from we got one from Tim Wilder. If you don't
1: have one already, I have three more. If you want to get through these, okay, go for it. Okay, Tristan's last question is, we've all seen Suicide Squad, not yes. me. I still haven't seen it yet.
4: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I want to. It's playing on HBO. I don't have HBO. I'm weird. Uh, they've We've all seen Suicide Squad, the Avengers, Heroes, and Anti-Heroes characters put together as a group. But if you could put together a team of horror characters... For a future ins- ensemble type movie, who would you choose and what would you title the movie?
4: We're, we're, we're making a, a Suicide Squad out of characters from horror movies? Basically. Okay, first of all, we're having Stephen Michette is leading this motherfucker from graveyard yeah. <laughs> Stephen Michette is the leader. I would put um, Fat Kid. Fat Kid from the Monster Squad would be in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, no, I'll take that back I'm not going to put It's going to be Steven Machette, Short round from Temple of Doom Um, Phil Fondacaro is going to be Like the weapons expert That doesn't He's going to be the Mickey Rourke From Expendables He's the weapons expert That sets up the deals And stuff But he doesn't go on the mission He's like back at the The hideout Making stuff And like the communication Weapons expert Kind of deal We're going to have Hmm Jeffrey Combs in there is going to be, is going to help him. Uh, we're going to have just Ron Perlman as Ron Perlman. <laughs> just Ron Perlman smoking, <laughs> smoking a cigar, wielding a shotgun. Um, we're going to have.
1: Peter, Shooting killer monkeys.
4: Yeah, we're going to have Peter from the, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Just because he, he's not going to get a gun. He's just going to pull sweet karate kung fu maneuvers. Like at the end when that song breaks out. We're going to have fucking Sam Jones and Brian Blessed from Flash Gordon. That's (sighs) my team. What about Tim Gross' team?
1: (laughs) I I don't know, because they're trying to do something now sort of like that. uh, And they're not able to use the characters. I was always... always wondered if this rumor was true or not that when Dimension back in the late 90s, was trying to get Hellraiser and Halloween together, and they, that really? was where Ash was going to appear.
4: Oh, that's been rumored for... for
1: yeah, but I, I, I would have liked to see what that would have been on film, even if it didn't have Ash. How in the hell would you have had Michael Myers and the Hellraiser, the Cenobites, together?
4: Yeah, that doesn't mesh up, dude.
1: No. I, I just. But anyhow... Like I, said, I don't know because it, it just, I don't know if the horror for me, the horror people, you know who my Avengers are? Who's your horror movie Avengers? Know who my horror? Don't the say the puppet, puppet master. Ma- Ma- I puppets. knew you were
3: gonna say the fucking puppet
4: master.
1: <laughs> you're gonna get them. You're gonna get the ghoulies. <laughs> you're gonna get the munchies.
4: The ghoulies, the munchies, the puppets from Puppet Master. What about? You?
1: You're gonna get the, you're gonna get the creeps from Phil Fondacaro. You
4: gonna get some fucking graboids running around?
1: We're gonna get the gravoids, and we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get the creatures from Lurking Fear. Give me all the full moon people. You just I just became
4: all... Charles Van. You just copped out the <laughs> biggest, <way. laughs> you just copped out the biggest Tim Grossway possible. I just want all the full moon creatures.
1: <laughs> I want all of them, and they're gonna be carried around by the robots from Robot Jocks.
4: There you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> I, we will have a Big Mech. Steven Machette in a Big Mech suit as the guy from. Fucking graveyard shift. Yes. Does it get any better than that? Chomping on a cigar, wearing a wife beater?
1: Talk about
4: the union going to come knock it in six weeks, boy. College boy.
1: I can't we got do that. Fucking two more graveyard. questions.
4: I got a question for Facebook here, too.
1: Perfect. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Patricia wants to know, favorite burger add-ons? I like mine with cheese and over-easy egg, hash browns, or fries and a bacon.
4: What the fuck is with people putting eggs on burgers, man? That's called Pittsburgh. That's- that's super huge in Japan. Like people putting a fried, they put an egg on everything in Japan. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Egg, that's for
1: Permanees will put egg on sandwich.
4: Yeah, you get egg on egg in Japan. <laughs> I don't get. I, I like both. I don't think I'd like them together, but I like you know eggs and. Bur- I
1: just now are we talking beans. burger off the grill, or are we talking about you're going to a restaurant? Because this could, you know.
4: Yeah, I, I just no vegetables at all for me. I don't, I don't think those belong on hamburgers. Vegetables are.
1: Now, I, I will say this. i got to throw it out there because I still want to try it. Have you seen they put ribs on a burger at Hardee's?
4: Oh, shit. That's next-level burger.
0: <laughs> I want to
4: get one of those. That is definitely next-level ribs on burgers. Yes. Why don't you just throw an egg and a taco on that and just call it, like, the fucking death burger?
1: <laughs> no.
4: Die of a fucking cardiac arrest
1: after There's you. a place nearby of 51... Uh, I'm forgetting Raldi's Barbecue, they used to, back in 2009 during the Penguin's Stanley Cup run. They put the put penguin meat on hamburgers. The one penguin dude, Bill Guerin, he got a sandwich made called the Knuckle Sandwich, and it was a hot dog on top of a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. I personally, I like cheese. I like Swiss cheese Swiss or cheddar. Cheese.
4: Not on hamburgers, but I do like Swiss cheese.
1: I love, I, I love Swiss cheese in general.
4: Why does it always come down to, like, some weird food question, like we're a fucking <laughs> Gordon Ramsay podcast or some shit?
1: Because <laughs> <wanna>, we, <laughs> we completely derailed. Yeah. You
4: want to talk about we're a Gordon Ramsay podcast? I'm going to treat you guys like you're a fucking Gordon Ramsay podcast. Fuck off. Fuck off. But I'm just going to start pointing at people because I was, I was fucking talking the other day, man. I want to be so good at something in life. That I can just completely Gordon Ramsay it, where I can just be, I'm the best. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Get out of my kitchen. I want to be so good at like podcasting, I can do that or something. I don't
1: know. That, that's that's how why we need the ratings. We need the ratings, <laughs> folks. We got some questions here. Let me back <laughs> but them up. But I was gonna say barbecue sauce on a burger. Mm. That I want to throw out there to people. Very A1, good stuff. A one. A one, another won. good one. Uh, one last question from Patricia: favorite Guardians of the Galaxy character and why?
4: Uh, fucking Batista because he steals the show.
1: Exactly.
4: Drax. Batista I, is amazing.
1: I'm with you on that one.
4: But Batista, I like Nebula a lot too. I liked her in the first one. She, I, I like that. It didn't look as. We're going to get into this later when we talk about it, but. Her makeup in this one didn't look as good as it did in the first one.
1: I was gonna say it looked different.
4: Yeah, it didn't look as polished. She didn't look as robotic as she did in the first one. But I really like Nebula, and I'm surprised that no Thanos in in part two. Thanos didn't show up. Yep. Surprising. Anyway, we got we got some questions from.
1: Yeah, do you want to ask those? From Go Facebook for it.
4: Book live here. Uh, Tim Tim Wilder asks if you had to take. If you had to take a wrestling injury, would you take Xbox Broken Asshole or Nash's Infinitely Broken Quad? I sure as shit ain't taking Sid Vicious' Broken Leg.
1: I was going to say, I thought he was going to talk about Xbox. Supposedly, there was some story out there. Xbox has
3: a
4: done, drug a sh-
1: <laughs> done a shoot video talking about uh, banging Jenna Jameson during her heyday.
4: We're not, not talking. Fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck. I, I, that guy was the worst. Now, he was the worst then. I fucking hate X-Pac. The guy can suck it. I don't care. Fuck
1: him. I I was going to say, he, out of that clique, might have been the least talented and never understood how he was a part of that clique.
4: Because he was buddies with them. He's like that guy at work that doesn't do anything, and when he does do something, he sucks at it. But he's never going to get in trouble, never going to get fired because he's friends with, you know, boss A. He's like that and guy, you know, he's in. It he doesn't matter yeah. how good or bad he performs, he's just in.
1: And I'm with Tim Wilder. I still, I, I, I want to try to meet Mountain at Arby's. Hmm.
4: Arby's is, I get fucking. Uh there's that question. We got another question. Uh favorite use of a song in a movie that's from Joshua Loscar. Hmm. Any song from the Flash Gordon soundtrack is just when you got green, yeah, probably the hero.
1: I was gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy when I first seen that, they,
4: they nailed that music, the music.
1: Yeah, they might have been the first movie since Flash Gordon. To just completely nail what a soundtrack means to a movie.
4: Yeah, it, the, the whole the whole Flash Gordon soundtrack is just unfucking believable. It's Queen. It, the song "The Hero" is the best. Yeah, I want that song played at my fucking funeral, and then I want people to like throw watermelons at each other like in that movie and play football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always love that scene.
4: That is the best.
1: I love that scene.
4: Do we have any more questions?
1: That is all the (laughs) questions I'm seeing, sir. The
4: last call for questions from Facebook Live, so anybody watching got questions.
1: Otherwise, we're going to go into news.
4: Yeah, we're going to the news segment. You got about a minute, and we're going to bullshit. Yeah, man, uh, it doesn't get any better than fucking Queen soundtrack for Flash Gordon.
1: But that's what I was going to say. I mean, there's some good songs and movies and good scenes, but I'm going to say whole entire movie. Yeah. Flash Gordon, like Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie and the second movie did the same thing. But that first Guardians of the Galaxy, that was the first time I was just like, yeah, this reminds me a lot of Flash Gordon. Just how every song fits. It makes so much sense.
4: Uh, Josh. Josh asked if we have a favorite horror movie soundtrack. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
4: dude, I've said before I'm not much for like you know, the actual soundtrack of like the movie. You know what? Yeah, I, mean? and I was gonna say. I think we've uh,
1: talked a lot about this at times.
4: The Prince of Darkness, dude. That I mean, any John Carpenter, you're fuck. That's five star soundtrack wise. But
1: yeah, I was gonna say a Halloween Prince soundtrack
4: of Darkness is just. Carpenter at his best,
1: I think. Yeah, Halloween soundtrack. Uh, Escape from New York, really enjoyed.
4: Yeah, just I can I can still hear.
1: Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, it immediately puts you right it's there. Fifteen the minutes
4: movie. of credits go by, and then.
1: Also, too, you got to check out my page or go to his page, John Michael Sabo, who's the dude that. First told us about the first wolf cop, Chris
4: Sabo's dad. Sure, third baseman from the nineteen ninety seven Cincinnati Reds. Okay, yes,
1: I had to wear those big ass goggles, We're
4: those weird fucking glasses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> dude is posting on my page a couple of times now. He like last week he was like asking uh, songs if you went camping, like horror movie songs you would like to listen to and like what would be the soundtrack if you're camping trip
4: I hate camping I fucking hate camping <laughs> I do I can't fucking st- go like, bit like you think I'm bitter old man Kyle on the podcast when I go camping I am get the fuck out of here I am not having a good time bitter fucking
1: old But man. the point of it like was like, like if you if it was part like if it was in a movie
4: If I was in a movie I would play
1: I, get, a I was lot like of John Denver The first one that came to my mind was, uh, Wasp Scream Until You Like It. (laughs)
4: Scream Until You Like It from Wasp?
1: (laughs) Yes! It's in Goalies 2.
4: Yes. Um, if I was camping, it'd just be like a lot of cheesy John Denver songs as people were getting butchered and murdered and stuff.
1: Yeah. And now he was like, I guess he did, uh, Songs of Springwood for Nightmare on Elm Street.
4: Yeah.
1: And he's like. The Fat
4: Boys? The Fat Boys from the Friday or the Elm Street.
1: Would have bought M.O.D. from Nightmare on Elm Street.
4: M.O.D.? I'll tell you what, Crush Groove. That movie has a killer soundtrack. Because it's got Fat Boys All You Can Eat on there. Run DMCs on that motherfucker. Beastie Boys. Crush Groove is an underrated masterpiece. Crush Groove. Everybody, watch Crush Groove. We got some more questions here. Okay. Um, Favorite Japanese horror slash gore movie? I don't get into the Japanese. You're going to have to answer, like, Jay. I am not – I'm going to say Toilet-Ass Zombie of the Dead or whatever just
1: because – I – oh, man, I was just talking about this the other day. I love Versus, uh, but I am really torn Biohazard uh, where it's Beavis and Butthead in a mall <laughs> in Japan. Okay. Uh, also Wild Zero. It, it might be another one of my favorites. I I would probably stick with those.
4: Okay. Oh man, I, yeah, I yeah I'm not the guy. I am virtually useless when you're talking about Japanese horror. But uh, Joshua Loscar asks, who are our favorite wrestlers? Oh God, Roddy Piper, Rick Roddy Flair. Piper.
1: Yep, that's it. A,
4: I don't know. Roddy Piper, Ric Flair. Yep,
1: I will agree with that.
4: I don't know who's better. I always yep. like. I have my 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 B list that I love. Like I loved the Headbangers. They were my boys. I fucking love the Headbangers.
1: Love the Road Warriors. I love I Van Dam and, Van Damme and Sab- Sabu. Van Dam,
4: Sabu, Jerry Lynn, Yoshihiro Tajiri. Jerry, love that guy.
1: There Mikey a, Ripwreck.
4: There was a guy on WCW who wasn't there very long, but he was a luchador by the name of Blitzkrieg. Yes. Un-fucking-believable.
1: damien x and La Parka La Valvano4and5.
4: Cronos. I love Wrath. I
1: Oh, yeah, Raph yeah. Was
4: yeah, fucking yeah badass.
1: That it, it, was... You want to talk about a wrestler they didn't have a clue... Of what to do with and could have been good. Because remember, Rath, Rath and Morpheus together. Yeah, Rath
4: as Adam Baum. They, yeah, they tried to push back when Vince was in his I love big giant guys days. They tried to push Adam Baum in the in the WWF and he just didn't go over. But he went over in WCW. Adam Baum. <laughs> yeah, he was terrible in there. I, I loved Rath. Uh,
1: Ming, I loved Ming. <laughs> When he went from King Haku to Ming, it was hilarious. My
4: favorite, my goddamn favorite episode of WCW Nitro was when Goldberg was on his streak and he was probably like 115, 116, you know, undefeated streak. And they told Ming he was next. And Ming proceeds the whole fucking show. Loses goddamn Samoan mind. And, like, there'd be a match going on, and they cut to the back, and he'd have, like, Jeff Jarrett, the Tongan Death Grip back there. Ten minutes later, they'd cut to the back, and Ming's flipping out on Public Enemy, beating her asses in the back. And fucking 20 minutes later, Ming's back there, and he's got Glacier in the Tongan Death Grip. 15 minutes later, he comes out and throws a garbage can on Norman Smiley. And then the main event is Ming versus Goldberg. And Goldberg <laughs> just dismantles Ming in like ten seconds. It's great. It was the <laughs> best WCW Nitro. If I've go, ever if we're
1: seen. going there. My favorite episode, well, episodes Saturday Night WCW Saturday Night. Like this is after NWA, and this is during the Nitro days. Barry Darso doing the golfing gimmick. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> when he would just walk out during oh, his match in golfing gear and set up a green and start putting in the middle of the ring. <laughs> 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 it was
3: Oh, shit. Uh, oh, man.
4: <laughs> Favorite Ed Leslie gimmick, Tim Gross. I don't know who if- Ed Leslie is.
1: Uh, that's I believe that is Brutus the Barber Beefcake.
4: Oh, he had more than just yeah, the Renegade? Yeah, I think he
1: was not allowed to use that name anymore.
4: He was the Renegade,
1: right? And when he became fake Hulk Hogan, when he was part of NWO. Bootleg <laughs> Hogan? Yeah.
4: Is that kind of <laughs> like when they had Bootleg Diesel?
1: No, this was
4: different.
1: <laughs> he was literally trying to look like Hogan. Like, this was a running thing. And he was being called Ed Leslie.
4: <laughs> Do you remember when Raven was Johnny Polo in the WWF?
1: I totally forgot about that until several weeks of watching ECW and realized who uh, that Johnny person Polo. was. Yeah. yeah,
4: man. Talk about a guy that they really... Like, Raven was fucking awesome. He was one of my dudes. I loved that, Raven.
1: That was, like, one that why it took me a while just like yeah. just incredible because he was he
4: never like i know that guy was good just incredible was really good i just don't think he had the charisma and i fucking hated him now having said that i loved when Justin incredible was aldo montoya the portuguese man of war
1: i was gonna say when he was that dude i was just laughing i was like this is when they were just coming up with random people <laughs>
4: Who's got love out there for Aldo Montoya, the Portuguese man of war besides me? Love that fucking guy. Anyway, you got 10 seconds to ask more questions. or We got to We got to cut this off.
1: Yeah, we got to get the news.
4: Yeah, we got to get to the news. So you got about a minute for any more questions.
1: This most this might be the most derailed show yeah, of all man, time. We
4: went to. We went to fucking from the fat boys to wrestling to okay here we go have you heard of my film she was so pretty no the sequel is i've seen it all over facebook dude i don't know why i haven't seen it yet but he could nope. uh i haven't seen it she was so pretty or sequel is currently in production called she was so pretty be good for goodness sakes obviously based around christmas okay hey, christmas horror movies are few and far between dude
1: Let's no, they're off. not. Like, they made, what A was good, it, last one, year or the year before? They made 15 Krampus movies.
4: Yeah, only because they had one good
1: Krampus movie, and they made
4: 15 shitty ones. So.
1: Which I still got to watch all of them.
4: Yeah. You, well, of course you would watch them. Yeah, I, I've heard of She Was So Pretty. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Tim Gross would probably. If you, have you seen it? It's independent.
1: No, I haven't.
4: Really? It's been all over my Facebook feed,
1: dude. So no.
4: I haven't seen it yet, though. Sorry. No,
1: I, ha- I haven't. I've watched it, yeah. Sorry. No, I have not seen it.
4: This one, How does an independent movie get by
1: Tim Gross? It's unbelievable. There's a few out there. I try to watch as many as I can. Mm-hmm. I still ones. have one sitting in my email box called uh, American Exorcism. I'm still debating whether I uh, want to watch it or not.
4: What the fuck is with putting American in front of stuff now? American Mary American gods American hardcore American pawn American fucking everything now it's American something
1: okay I've seen I okay I've seen this advertised <laughs> yeah, yeah. I seen it I'm at with all, you though. I've seen this advertised, but no I have not seen this movie yeah well,
4: we'll get to it sometime I'm sure Tim will yeah yeah anyway we gotta we gotta cut this off dude so this yep. was pretty successful. Facebook just said this is the best video we've ever made, considering we've made two. So we are getting some ratings, I guess. So we gotta get out of here. Uh hold on. Oh God. Kamala says goodbye. She's tired as hell. She doesn't want to do anything except sleep. And now she's mauling me. So she wants to go back in her in her corner, so we gotta get out of here. Uh thanks for coming. We'll be on here next week. Uh, come back. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks. Okay. We got to get to the news, Tim Gross. I yeah. Kamala's like, why the hell did you get me up for that shit? Like, Sorry, dog. Anyway, on with the news, Tim Gross.
1: Okay. I just wanted to know, have you heard that a Serbian film's getting a legit, like, unrated release?
4: What? It didn't before?
1: Yes, it didn't.
4: I have the most hardcore unrated, according to out of print Dan version that you could get. and I still haven't watched it.
1: Yep, he was on. It's a thread that started, in, yeah, and yeah, Dan is on there. I even mentioned on there too. Not a big fan of the movie, but yeah, it I did pretty to, much have everything.
4: I've yet to watch it, and I, I honestly don't know why I need to watch it. I know what happens in it, you know.
1: Yeah, it, it's but there's there is a lot of fans to the movie and that is the reason why but yeah like supposedly it's getting this supposed true legit uh unquestionable unrated release and like dan said i I agreed with dan with the copy he had that was uh pretty much it was really good copy so I don't know what else they could be doing.
4: I don't know. Should I? Do I need to watch that movie?
1: It's... Let me see. I'm trying to see who's bringing it out. I thought I seen Synapse, but I don't think that's who. But yeah, there's like... There's rumors of, like, there's 60 hours of extras on Who's this. Who's going to watch 60 hours of Baby Raid? I'm just telling you, it is Unearthed Films announced this. Oh, I
4: like those guys.
1: Son of yeah, they announced this. Uh, supposedly, they claim it's five minutes longer than what's been seen, which is the 104-minute version of it, which I think there is. Uh, yes, they said the film's director has... Cut into a special feature: sixty hours of behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, Not all the details are out out there, but there is going to be some kind of special Serbian film DVD release now. Ultimate director's cut, as it's being called. That's
4: awesome. I guess if you like good baby fucking, that's
1: your jam. Yeah, if if that is your cup of tea, you're you're a happy person. Yeah.
4: Anyway, we got uh, another release, Tim. You might like this. I've never seen this movie. Vicious Lips is coming out on DVD. I've heard. I've heard this is the full moon movie that's the craziest. This is... That I need to see this.
1: I don't know if it's the craziest. It is under Empire Pictures. Okay. And it might be the weirdest. I don't know about the craziest. It is very weird shit, but you might like it because it's a music kind of like a music. I don't know. It's
4: like a chick band in outer space or some nonsense. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's you can't explain it. Okay, cool. I like it already. Yeah, nothing's gonna do it justice. Like to try to really explain why you need to see it or anything. It's just I tried reviewing it, and it is one of those movies. It's tough to even really explain. You have to watch it.
4: I, I, I will watch this now. Um. Anyway, moving on.
1: Uh, I have new uh, another piece of news, too. And I it. posted it on your page, and I believe these pictures are real. I see these? Okay. Uh. Supposedly, these are the new puppets that are going to be in the new Puppet Master movie. That I one, want the, that your one looks opinion. Com-
4: that one looks completely out of place. The green alien-looking one?
1: Yep, that's supposed to be the new one, and that it's in... Weird. This new Puppet Master movie, the big budget one, not the Access Termination. That big budget one, that wasn't, like, fake bullshit? No. Huh. Supposedly, these are the puppets. This is what they're going to look like. And going by some of the Full Moon group pages and some of the Full Moon fans, I'm kind of with them. They look like shit.
4: They don't look like something
1: Puppet Master that it needs yeah. to
4: be in a movie. They look like, yeah, like I'm, fan-made toys.
1: Yes, I'm hoping that's what this is, but I these are the only it. images I could find. Supposedly, Charles Band was at Texas Frightmare this weekend doing the Empire boxes, and uh, supposedly these popped up out of nowhere, and... This is what people are claiming is going to be in the next Puppet Master movie, and I'm sorry, I with the one dude that comment underneath, yeah, they look like assholes, and <laughs> they look they stupid. Don't,
4: they look like just some fan made
1: them, yeah. Man. Yeah, I so I'm hoping it's BS. I certainly but, hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping it's Kaka and it's just fan made. But uh, one piece of news that does connect to that, and this is my last thing. Of news. I'm
4: shocked that that wasn't just like. Rumored bullshit.
1: That we're, yeah, it's coming out October. Uh, yeah, I'll wait to. Uh, Puppet Master: Access Termination is supposedly uh, the production is mm-hmm. done. They fin- wrapped up this past weekend. What they and, did that, like, Two weeks. Uh, actually, they started end of March. Shit. Uh, it's rumored anywhere from mid August to late September. Because they want it out before that new, other new...
4: Oh yeah, they're going to... Yeah, they'll fucking... Of course, that only makes sense.
1: Yeah, so... That anyway,
4: is I got some news. Uh, they released... This is awesome. Um, they released the schedule, I sent you this, for Super Monster Movie Fest 2017, which is the awesome drive, drive-in movie monster yeah. fest that I go to everywhere. It is in Shelbyville. Indiana, so if this is this is good, man, you want to make a drive for this, Tim? You might, you need to show up <laughs> well, because on Friday, um, let me see, August twenty fifth, you have starting at eight the thing from outer space, ten fifteen Ghidorah the three headed monster, one forty five demons, yeah, three thirty, phantasm,
1: yeah.
4: Oh no, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Midnight is Phantasm, one hundred forty five is Demons. And then three thirty till sunrise, thirty-five millimeter monster madness assortment of trailers, shorts, and other awesomeness. All on th- all these are on thirty-five millimeter. Now, this is the one I probably am, I would if I had to pick, I would pick this one. I would want to see demons out of all these movies. But I'll probably end up going to the one on Saturday, which consists of 8 o'clock, The Blob from
3: 1958.
4: Mm-hmm. 10.15, we've got the uh, 1953 version of War of the Worlds. Then the goodness starts. Not that those aren't good. Those are awesome. But Midnight, Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 78. 2.15, The Thing. And then 3.45, Till, till Sunrise, trailers and all that
1: good yeah. shit.
4: Uh, you can drink. Bring your dogs. Camping is welcome. This is an awesome, fun, fucking time, dude. Uh, this is Sound different. It. Yeah, man, this is different than the one they do in October. But man, honestly, if I was, I, I, I'm going. To, I'm going for the thing. But I would love. I would much rather see demons in 35 millimeter, just for the fact that I have probably. You know, you come to think about it, like. You're not gonna. You might have another chance to see the thing on 35 millimeter more more often than you would ever have to see demons.
1: Yeah,
4: I would. And demons is Jesus Christ. That movie is a fucking five star, awesome banger movie all day now all night. So anyway, that's that. Uh, that's all the news I got. Unless you got some more.
1: No, that was it. That
4: was it. Let's get into our movies, sir. What do you want to do first? Guardians.
1: Yeah, let's do Guardians, since that was the one we both seen. Let's do it. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Is that a rifle?
4: You don't know what a rifle looks like?
1: It's just swords were your thing and guns were mine. But I guess we're both doing guns now.
3: I just didn't know that. Well, that's intense. Ah!
0: So we're saving the galaxy again? Yep. Awesome! We're really gonna be able to jack up our price if we two-time galaxy savers. Yes!
3: Sometimes the thing you're searching for your whole life. It's right there by your side all along. You're right All you do is yell at each other You are not friends No, we're family Except maybe her After all these years, I've found you. And who the hell are you? I'm your dad, Peter.
4: We saw it. I just saw it today.
1: Yeah. So what did you see it like Saturday or something? Saturday morning with the daughter.
4: Um, you talk about it. I'm terrible at talking about movies. I know you're not. I am fucking horrible.
1: Anyhow, Guardians, this basically picks up right from the first one.
4: We're going to get super spoilery. So.
1: Yeah, you, you have to. The first five minutes is baby Groot dancing. Uh, Can I say
4: something real quick? Yeah. I've had enough of Groot. I've had enough of baby Groot, normal Groot. I'm sick to fucking death of Groot.
1: Oh, dude. It, it is the Despicable Me characters. It's what.
4: Uh, Groot has become a minion now, yeah.
1: I don't. Yeah, they have found a... something to sell. And that's why. That's, that's the one thing you've got to understand. It, it is. They found something to sell.
4: Not that and, everything in this movie isn't something like that. but yeah, man, No, yeah, but. Hanging their purse strings on this baby
1: Groot. Yes, this is something you could get girls to. Oh, I need a Groot doll. I need a Groot Groot, first. But also, you got kids that are like, oh, I want a baby Groot now. Oh, baby Groot dances. I need one of those. Uh, It's literally one of those things that appeals to everyone that shops. Mm -hmm. And that is why.
4: And I just... I've got a filter for that bullshit. I'm done with Groot, man. Fucking fuck
1: Groot. (laughs) I'm just explaining it to you. That is why. Uh,
4: You don't got to explain it to me. I know exactly what's up. Disney wants that money. They're going to get it with this.
1: Yeah.
4: Fucking sick of it, dude. (laughs) Groot overload.
1: Groot is their Star Wars character. Groot's
4: their fucking new Mickey Mouse is what it is. fucking. Fuck Groot. We're not talking about Groot. Let's talk about something.
1: But, anyhow, they, they, bottom line, it shows that the team is fighting some giant monster and they're trying to figure out how to kill the monster. And they do, and it's for these gold conceited people, as Rocket likes to call them.
4: The, they're it, an actual race. I forget what they're called.
1: The Sentinels? Yes. Not the Sentinels. Um. No. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. I forget what they're called, but they're, they're literally genetically bred in. They're trying to
4: achieve the most perfect human being through. Genetics,
0: like yes.
4: manipulating their own genetics, and they're all gold
0: for some.
1: Reason. Yes. Way
4: well, hey, huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Rocket steals batteries off of them after yes. they get the monster, and they go after them. Well, uh, as they're about to jump into a different place, uh, they're being attacked by them, and there's some dude on a giant egg that just happens to kill all of them
0: at once.
4: Did you think what I thought? Like. When that guy showed up, did you think, "What the fuck? That's a Silver Surfer." That's exactly no. who I thought it was. What the
1: fuck? But I could different? see why you're saying that. Yeah, I
4: guess can... on top of that golden egg surfing. I was like, "Fuck yeah, they got him in here."
1: See, I kind of—I was waiting. Oh, excuse me, I was waiting for that to be Howard the Duck.
4: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I just that was, that
1: cool. was what I was thinking. I was waiting for that to happen.
4: Yeah, I was like, good. You finally resurrected that character from the shit that was Fantastic Four 2.
1: Well, their ship takes a beating. They crash land. And they eventually come upon Kurt Russell. Glor- which, we forgot the whole intro with Glorious. Yes. In well,
4: 1981 they, blow-dried 1980, air.
1: yes. In their... Yeah. The 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 year the Mustang just doesn't look right. But, no,
4: that Mustang looked like a Pinto.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, but no, it's, it's all pimped up. And,
4: it was the Mustang two? I think.
1: Yeah, it, oh, those were weird. Those yeah, were weird cars. Right. I'll see one around here every once in a while, but yeah, it, it, it's 70s. It's Escape from New York, Kurt Russell. That car is like, what
4: if a muscle car fucked a Ford Escort?
1: Yes, exactly.
4: And it got all the bad was like,
1: And it got really drunk and took a nasty-ass poo, and that's what came up. The Mustang, too. <laughs> it's like, hey, look at this. You can afford a muscle car. Not <laughs> a, a, a real muscle car. car, but a <laughs> muscle car. You look car. at it sideways and kind of squint
4: your eyes. It's kind of a muscle car, so it counts, right? <laughs>
1: It's a car that doesn't make sense. No. Is the, the best way to put it. a fucking
4: El Camino or some weirdo Australian car there. Yeah. <laughs> it did get a laugh out of me though.
1: But we do get this is how we learn of uh, Star Lord's mom and her and her man and basically the the most of the movie is basically this is what happens is uh, Star Lord's dad happens to be a god. And he's uh, going from planet to planet looking for life. At first, he just wants people to believe that he is just trying to shape life when, in reality, he's trying to change it all for himself and basically make it just for him. And that's covering a lot of stuff without giving away a lot of stuff. Right. He is the bad guy, which surprised (laughs) me. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise to me, too. Yeah, but it, it's awesome because Kurt Russell is the bad guy, and it basically explains why Star-Lord was able to hold on to the Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Zandu, Z- that's his name, right, Michael Rooker? Yondu. Yondu, I'm sorry. Yondu, and uh Yondu basically gets it in his mind that uh, while Star-Lord goes to hang out with his dad for a few days, we could snatch up these people because Sylvester Stallone showed up. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Like, do
4: you think they wasted Stallone? Because he was kind of a non-factor. He could have been Well, cooler. did
1: you see who else showed up at the end of the movie? Stallone. Uh, Ving Rhames, Michelle Yeoh. That was Ving Rames. Shit, I was trying to figure out who that was. That's why I texted, like, everybody famous decided to show up for 30 seconds. Well, it was like, it was
4: like fucking Ving Rhames. And then, like, I looked at it when at the end when stallone you know the stinger it was like stallone uh, a talking helmet a shrimp monster uh ice and i was like well oh god are we this is like team two what is this is, well, this, yeah, the is this the great lakes avengers here
1: oh, What i was getting out of it i was like are we getting a ice pirates remake oh shit that <laughs> would be <glory.
4: laughs> oh let's start the fucking crowdfunding now james gunn remake the ice pirates
1: that's what i thought oh
4: shit that would be the greatest goddamn thing
1: because it was it just it it, yeah it's an after credit scene and it's like that is literally what no one knows about you somebody needs to explain to me what was the point of that It it didn't make a lot of sense to me yeah, because I was like, man, you really got to be into some nerdum if you know what's going on there. I didn't. <laughs> I did just. I I was like, whatever. There's a I thought, guy and a fucking yeah.
4: guy made out of ice. I don't know what the fuck.
1: Alls what? I thought was Ice Pirates remake. Yes, That's please, God, get Tim Thomerson in there somehow. But the but the point is, Yondu, basically, he is. Out, he he is outcasted, or however you want to say it. He's ousted by his crew. He's been mutinied. Yes. While they were and, on
4: Planet Robot Fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the planet and, you
4: go to if you want to fuck a robot.
1: Yes, and they basically decide they have had enough with them, and the Ravagers have had enough with them. They won't even give him proper funeral. So he basically he he goes after. Rocket and comes up with this thing and they decide at that time, okay, we're tired of you, Michael Rooker, and take him over and threw him in jail with Rocket and they're going to go sell them to the gold people.
3: Yep,
4: they got bounties on their heads.
1: Yep, and this is, while this is all going on, this is Star-Lord trying to figure out what's going on. Batista keeps making fun of everyone, which is, again, yes, he stole this, he stole this movie he w- i there wasn't a time i didn't laugh when he was speaking no
4: nope, they knew how to write for that character
1: yes it was Drax, i could not stop laughing every time he opens up his mouth especially they give him some. they give him with that lady mantis to play off of oh and that was great yeah. he's like he's like i loved when he's sleeping he's like no i don't want to sleep with you <laughs> you're a hideous he's like i find you he's like i find you so repulsive and ugly <laughs> and he starts trying to like throw up <laughs> yeah she's like what are you doing he's like Ugh, uh. he's like you make me sick <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious <laughs> but the point is you know while this is all going down Rocket and Yondu or Michael Rooker whatever his name is they become basically they understand they have become friends and have decided it is time for them to get out, and they break out with Baby Groot, which is a very cool scene. Michael Rooker gets his two minutes of fame in these movies. Now,
4: Michael and Rooker he, is in here a lot, a lot more yes, than I thought he would
1: be. But he deserves this. What they did with his character, yeah, like this is makes no, me like, happy.
4: Genre fans know how awesome Michael
1: Rooker is, and he yeah. got
4: he got awesome unfortunately through the walking dead, but now people really know
1: who secrets out
4: on Michael Rooker. He's always been awesome.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's always been a great actor, but he's always never, you always felt like he's never got that like shining moment. You know,
4: he's always like the best B lister, but never an A lister.
1: Yeah. He's never in, in this movie, he gets his moment. Yep. Just, killing everybody left and right with his whistling arrow. They jump off the ship, blow it up, take off, and they have to go get Star-Lord. And basically everybody realizes all at the same time that basically Kurt Russell's a god, and he's going to use Star-Lord, his kid, um, basically going to use him so he could take over all the planets in the universe, and that's yeah. how they have to stop him. Basically,
4: uh, space gigolo Kurt Russell has been banging people on every planet, planning part of himself in there. And he's yes. going to use Star-Lord as, like, a battery. Now, keep this, it alone,
1: it, now it, it, to me, this movie went out of its way to not connect it to the other Marvel characters just yet.
4: It, it paid no... I don't think it went out of it. It just paid no attention.
1: It paid no attention, but my thing was, it felt like it went out of their way just because when they were showing stuff on Earth, I was expecting something. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, like an Iron Man show up to
1: stop... Yeah, an Iron Man or Spider-Man. Just somebody to show up and take notice of what was going on. Since they were going through all the planets that are being yeah. taken over. I was expecting... I was even expecting a Thanos. Some, I, I was shocked Thanos
4: didn't get his 10 seconds of thanos
1: in this. Because. Yeah, well, please explain to me. And I... Okay, we even got Stan Lee. Not once, but twice, we got I him. That
4: not no. At we had a Stan Lee cameo, but a better cameo by the Watchers. Yes, that was the best part. I was like, now is the, there a
1: point to those guys being in this?
4: Oh, the Watchers. I, I don't think there's a point to them being in the movie. Like, they are real big in the, okay. like the super spacey. 70s Marvel
1: universe. I was gonna they say I remember big. them from Fantastic Four.
4: Yeah, they're more of a Fantastic Four character, but they're and
1: that's what I huge. thought.
4: They're a huge part of that Marvel kind of Silver Age, Silver Surfery cosmic okay. shit that this all comes from.
1: Because yeah. I didn't know they were trying to say something there, they're or and that cap. was
4: the comic book nerd nod that
1: yeah, that yeah, but overshadowed
4: I, I, the stupid Camleys. Stan Lee cameos that I'm sick of.
1: I love the Stan Lee, because you know what? If it's anybody that deserves, it's him, and it's just... What? No,
4: you're so wrong. If there's anybody that deserves something like that, it's Jack Kirby, not
1: Stan Lee. Well, that's fine, too, but I'm just thinking, how cool is it you get to see all this stuff going on right now?
4: It's cool, but as, as far as Stan Lee goes, he gets all this credit that I don't think he deserves. He got where he is on the backs of a lot of people. Okay. John we're not this could be like this could be a whole podcast that Joe did.
1: Oh yeah, know. I know, I know. That's okay. why I was just like, okay.
4: Jack Kirby did a lot more for Marvel Comics than he'll ever get credit for. And Stan Lee is kind of the corporate face of you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I don't know. I I mean he's definitely gets he should get credit for a lot of stuff just not like he's not the i don't know he's not the end all be all like jack marley just did he did just as much for shit around that place maybe even more than stan lee but they had their you know they had their disagreements and kind of they like
1: to kind of, yeah,
4: they kind of like to fuck Jack Kirby is what they do, or just completely ignore him, which is bullshit. I don't know. You're talking to – Joe, Joe needs to be in this
1: conversation. Yeah, it is. that's the person, yeah. That would be yeah. somebody to really go on. But anyhow, like I said, there was a lot of stuff that happened that I thought, like, okay, here's the connection. And I knew going in ahead of time, there was not going to be – There was a bunch, I knew there was a bunch of post-credit scenes, but also, too, I knew there was stuff, there wasn't going to be any connection to uh, Infinity Wars or any of that stuff.
4: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, uh, basically what the Guardians of the Galaxy were doing on a Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's exactly right, because I heard the big rumor is uh, the stuff everyone was looking for is coming after Thor 3.
4: Uh, Would not surprise me
1: yeah that's and that's the reason yeah so.
4: I, yeah this movie was uh, I, I'm i not gonna say it's better or worse than the first one it's just as good
1: I yes just and that's as much this is the conversation I wanted to get into because I don't know if it's me splitting hairs or anything like that there's just something about the first one I enjoyed just that little bit more. There is nothing in this movie I can complain about. You right. have freaking Kirk. uh you Kurt have Kurt Kurt Russell, Russell
4: was just like, there, there's there's stuff in here that I, like, there's a good 20, 25 minutes in the in the middle part that just drags.
1: That you felt like it'd be it could have cut it down to they, two hours instead of two hours and 15 minutes? Yes, yeah. Yeah, like, when, like,
4: I get it. Like, I know why.
1: I know, I know what you're saying. The I know little, where you're going. Russell,
4: like, this is who I am. This is what I'm yep. trying to do. Yep. You could have made that way easier to understand in a lot less time because, like, there was a part in there where I was – I just turned to the girlfriend. and I was like, I wish they'd just get on with it.
1: I, I You know what? I can see that, and I and I don't have a problem with what you're saying. I, I – that, yeah – you want to round it at the two hours instead of two hours and fifteen minutes? It makes sense.
4: I that, think it would and, flow a lot more, a
1: lot better. Yes. But that's what I was just saying. I'm like, I think I like the first one a little bit more. But now, saying this too, also, if I'm going to pick out of the two superhero movies that I've watched this year, Logan and this, I'm going with uh, Logan.
4: Yeah, you're talking apples and oranges though. there.
1: Yeah. I I know, but I just, I like Logan that much.
4: I just watched Logan again last night, man. That is just fucking
1: great. Yeah, but is, is there, is volume two bad? No, it's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, it's a great movie. I love, I love, I loved it. It's just as
4: good as the, I would, I was thinking to myself on the way home. I'm like, I would like to see like some film student because they could totally do this. Cut mm -hmm. the first and second movie together into, like, a three-hour Guardians
1: super movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That
4: would be fucking cool.
1: Dude, the sad part is 25 years from now, that might be the Godfather trilogy that everyone talks about. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy. When they do a third movie, you might actually get that. That would be
3: cool.
4: Yeah. I
1: mean, we already... You already have people that, that night, go see that thursday night midnight, midnight yeah. showing of guardians of the galaxy and by friday morning because their shift at burger king didn't start <laughs> they are already on youtube telling you 10 things that's wrong with guardians of the galaxy volume 2 oh don't watch those those videos are no fucking i don't, really I'm do i'm just it. saying i'm just saying fucking
4: dumb those are it, the dumbest it, shit in the world I, or, just, or a trailer it, drops and five minutes later you got the 17 things you didn't notice in the fucking... Yeah, the Easter eggs. Fuck you. Fuck you guys. But anyway, this movie, I liked it. I liked it just as much. I don't think one is two or... I don't see why they have to be mutually exclusive. I think they're just as good as... The first one's just as good as the second one. I love all the background characters in this, like Taserface.
1: Taserface, yeah, Taserface was great.
4: I swore to God because a a guy behind me kind of had a big mouth and he was talking to his girlfriend and said, That's Mr. T. I thought fucking Taserface was Mr. T. (laughs) I was like trying to figure it out. I wanted to look on my phone, but I'm not going to be a fucking douchebag in the theater. I'm like, I think he's right. I think that might be Mr. T, son of a bitch. So was it Mr. T? It was not Mr. T. It would have been, dude, that would have been a great. Taser Face was played by some guy named Chris Sullivan, who is in a lot of shit. Wow.
1: But he's not Mr. T. No, he's <laughs> not.
4: He is not <laughs> Mr. T. He's You look up, look him up on IMDb. You'll recognize him. He's in a lot of like gangster movies and
1: stuff. Okay.
4: He's one of those guys, you recognize his face, you have no idea what his name is.
1: But he's known you as Taser Face. Hey,
4: he's Taser Face now. He is Taserface now. I liked all the background guys: Shrimp Guy, Ice Guy. I like Tommy Flanagan. One of my favorite dudes is in here. He uh, he was the uh, when they were mut like blowing all the mutineers out the out of the uh, airlock and freezing them, and they had like killed a lot of them. He mm-hmm. was the first guy to go. He's he's in Sons of Anarchy and Sin City. I like that guy a lot. Every all the characters had just. Exactly the right amount of stuff, except for, um, fuck you, baby Groot. I just, I I can't, I'm not going to swallow your schmaltzy, sugar-coated bullshit, baby Groot. Fuck off. I'm glad Vin Diesel probably got paid a truckload of money for saying one line and having to run through a voice modulator nine times. Good job, buddy. I can't blame you for that, man. Way to go. I, it's just as fun and good as the first one. I love that monster fight at the first part. That was great. He,
1: there you go. Stallone plays Starhawk.
4: I don't know who that is. I don't
1: know. Yeah, basically, uh, they're claiming he will show up again.
4: Probably, yeah, not surprising.
1: And Volume 3 might be the last movie for a while, but they'll show up in other movies after that.
4: Yeah, they've got plans for these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm gonna give it an honest. I'll give it a. I'll give it a good four out of five. It's not like. I still think Flash Gordon's the best comic book movie ever. I, I like Doctor Strange just as much as this one. This is really up there in the. In the top of the Marvel movies, but I'll, I'll tell you what, man. The previews that we got, I, I, I'm still that Spider-Man movie looks. Like, I have got zero interest in that.
1: I'm still gonna up. go see it.
4: Yeah, I know you are, but I, I gotta fucking, it just looks too kitty for me. I'm I know like, what you're
1: saying. Yeah. I,
4: just like why I don't like Baby Group, man. It's like Disney fucking pre-made this shit to sell Funko dolls out of. And I'm just like, yep. well, fuck that shit.
1: No, that's what they're doing.
4: Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta ask. How crazy did Tim Gross go when Star-Lord turned into Pac-Man?
1: I It wasn't me. It was Sarah. Oh, shit. <laughs> she went berserk.
4: I fucking saw that because there's a part where they're fighting and they're making rocks come around themselves like suits yes. and bashing the head, like very Godzilla monster style. And Kurt Russell turns into giant rock Kurt Russell,
1: but yes. Star-Lord
4: turns into giant Pac-Man.
1: I and just and started I was, laughing. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> the I like, started laughing and know, Sarah was crazy. Sarah was flipping out when it turned into Pac-Man.
4: I knew the guys were going fucking nuts when that happened cuz I had to send you the text message just,
1: "Holy shit, Pac-Man." Yeah, I was just <laughs> laughing my ass off more than anything when he turned into Pac-Man cuz it, it was, was just crazy. like, that it was like the one thing I wasn't expecting <laughs> to happen. Well, what did you think about the very
4: end because spoiler Yondo dies.
1: Yes. And stays dead. Like, they burned yes. the fuck out of him. Did that? I liked it because comes? it was... It it, it it made sense. Yep. And it was a very good ending to a storyline of what was going on. And how they explained it. I just think if he would have stayed or whatever, it just... I don't know. It would have kind of been kind of like a jump the shark moment. I, I think.
4: They, I think if they would have brought him, oh, he's not dead. If they would have like, I don't know, fucking like all the movies do. It, it, I'm thinking of like Star Trek Beyond Darkness.
1: Yeah. Or no, Beyond I liked him. I, I like
4: that he I, stayed yes. dead.
1: Yes. I, I I was sad to see he was gone because yeah. I liked the character, but. It showed that you're willing and make sure you kill off certain main characters.
4: Yeah. Like, uh, Avengers 2. I don't <laughs> know why they let War Machine live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, I do, because he's got a Netflix series coming, but. Yeah, yeah but. Man, it's okay it, it to just... kill your characters and for to have them to stay dead. Yes. I appreciate that. Maybe that's the Game of Thrones fan in me that like it like that man. it's okay but, it's
1: not bad. yeah it, but it, it was cool but i think it, it really it was a big focal point of the movie and i'm glad they did it the way they did it Yeah,
4: they had some kids crying in our theater it was oh crazy. yeah
1: there's i was yeah there was some people yeah commented after i posted the trailer like yeah i just cried
4: yeah <laughs> it's a kind of a bummer ending but i, I like it it's very yeah. Empire-like. But anyway, best joke in the movie, the Mary Poppins joke. <laughs> yes. I, Mary Poppins. I'll, I'll Mary
3: Poppins this.
1: <laughs> is that cool? Yeah. Is Mary that dude cool? Is very cool. Yeah, he looks at him. He's like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marys,
4: we both loved it. I, I do want to see it again. I want to see the fan cut. Where they'd stick two movies together, but we're going long, sir. I think we both recommend this movie. Let's talk about your movie, Jock. Today's college athletes
2: aren't just interested in scoring, winning, or kicking the other team's butt. Hell no, they've got more important things on their minds. Hey! You know you're cute, but you're not my type. They're dedicated to driving their dean, I want to win, their faculty. I- and their coach Hiya, coach. out of their minds.
3: And if we both win, I'm yours for the night.
2: <laughs> All right, you guys, I want you up and out of here. We got about in an hour. Jocks. The comedy that proves champions aren't born. Sir, my boys are not pansies. They're made. <laughs> I just love your thoughts.
3: You two ain't going nowhere.
2: Christopher Lee. Richard Roundtree, R.G. Armstrong, Scott Strader, Mariska Hargitay, and Perry Lang. They're jocks, always showing off what they've got. I want to show you something I'm really proud of.
4: Jocks. 1985?
1: 86. Oh, this movie... Almost the magic year. Yeah, like, it didn't get released until late 86. This movie sat on the shelf for over a year. What the fuck? Yeah, it, it was weird, because I was noticing when I was watching Jocks, and i seen this movie as a teenager, and it's been a long time, and I probably haven't seen it since then. This is, and I even mentioned it in the review that I wrote for it this is like the movie that sticks in Tim Gross's mind as a USA up all night memory yeah. this, this is like going down my memory lane Jocks was one of those movies I remember watching on I, USA up all night I
4: never much like spookies man I never caught this one on up all day up all night but I do remember seeing this almost every trip to the video store wanting to rent it because, you know, you look at the cover, it's guaranteed oh, yeah. boobage, but I didn't think I would ever get away with renting jocks. I, For some reason, like, they would they would let me rent, like, if I wanted to, I would have had no problem renting Faces to Death. Yeah. No problem at all. I just don't think I could have got it done with jocks. I
1: don't know why, but this I, was like I do remember in, that from the video story. It's before. a sex comedy that Kind of doesn't fit in that, like, it's not a hard bodies or. It's no spring break. Yeah, it's not private resort. This is more of like, okay, this is kind of like the bull dorm before bull dorm. Mm-hmm. But it's with college tennis
3: <laughs>
4: and Donald Gibb. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, like what?
1: <laughs> and you got R.G. Armstrong, Christopher Lee, like clearly slow it. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is when he just like must have got done with Howling Two. But yeah, literally, like if you watch in the background, they're shooting stuff in nineteen eighty four because all these nineteen eighty four banners are up, mm-hmm. shooting some of this tennis stuff. And I am reading about it, and it did. They filmed this in late eighty four. And basically, it sat on the shelf all of 1985. I wonder why. It, it, it could not find an explanation, anything of that nature, because Donald <laughs> Gibb looked like he walked right off the set I of Revenge of the Nerd. say Did they did they hedge their bets on Donald Gibb's ogre fame? Were they waiting, waiting why? to <laughs> hit that crest of the ogre wave? I have no clue, but I it, like. I was looking at this and it was like clearly. I'm like, this really looks like he just got done doing Revenge of the Nerds and let his facial hair grow back. Yep. It, it just it was one of those things. But anyhow, you got Christopher Lee, who, uh what is it that he is the head of L.A. College. Generic U.S. Yes, yes, this is, yeah, generic U.S. college, yeah. This is, it's up the creek at the tennis, is the best way to explain it. If you remember up the creek, same thing, just tennis.
4: I never saw up the creek, but I did see (sighs) Gorp.
1: Gorp (laughs) sucks. (laughs) See up the creek, that is one we might have to cover. I love up the creek. You
4: know what we need to do?
1: We Tim need, Matheson's in that. We
4: need to get that list that Mo was making of all the the college sex titty movies. Yeah, go through that, and we need like I'm a big fan of King Frat. We need to do King Frat. We need to have like 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 uh, a fucking like
1: titty Dude. summer or some shit like that. Dude, where we do Higgins all... from Magnum M, uh, Magnum PI is the is the chancellor of the college in Up the Creek.
4: I am not a Magnum P.I.'s guy. Oh, I dude. don't care about Magnum P.I.
1: Animals. Oh, dude, you need to watch Up the Creek. Good, great movie. They got a dog you named know, Chuck.
4: If you got the black guy that flies the helicopter, maybe I'm interested, but not Higgins can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> you are no Benson, sir.
1: Oh, man. But anyhow, you got Christopher <laughs> Lee, who has hired R.G. Armstrong some point in time during the 70s. Uh, he's basically the athletic director and Christopher Lee's explaining to him, since he's come into existence, they have not won any type of sports championship in a long time. Because, you know, when you think
4: sports director, you think Christopher
1: Lee for sure. Yes. Well, well, he's the, he's basically the dean or the chancellor. Dean, yeah. He's the John Vernon. Uh, but R.G. Armstrong is the guy. He wants to basically cut the tennis club he wants more money into the football club even though the football team sucks <laughs> which comes into richard roundtree is the tennis coach <laughs> shaft you know shaft is
4: nailing some of them chicks it's it just like i i love the
1: casting for this movie marissa archite is in here <laughs> it just yeah it just Richard Roundtree is the coach of the tennis team. And, of course, the tennis team is unorthodox. Tennis team basically parties all the time, but they come to the matches and they beat everybody. As Richard Roundtree says in the movie, his guys don't do early morning matches. (laughs) And it's just basically L.A. College goes to the tennis championships and the chick from Law & Order shows up and just... Starts talking about how she likes the one dude, and it just shows like it has has the gay guy has like it it, does.
4: It's very nerds.
1: Yes, this yeah, this is revenge of the nerds playing tennis. It has the gay black guy who is basically embodying Prince, I would say. I'm bummed that he didn't
4: bring out his limp wristed tennis racket. Like Lamar had the limp wristed style javelin, (laughs) he should have the limp wristed style tennis racket.
1: Just basically he, he's doing that so he could get throw tennis players off. They got Tex who basically, what he does is he bets guys they can't beat him and he puts hundred dollar bills on the bench. Uh, and they got the, the one dude, the kid, Scott uh, Strader, who is the dude that ends up hooking up with the Law and Order chick. Like he actually can play tennis, but he's always busy partying and you have Donald Gibbs. (laughs) <laughs> who just intimidates his opponents, including, including uh, exploding a tennis ball in his hand, and he wins a match by now. <laughs> Dude,
4: You knew, like, when, when I put this in, I was like, well, three things are going to happen. Donald Gibb is going to be awesome. He's going to crush a tennis ball with his hand. And he's going to hit somebody in the nuts. That's like, what I said. It's like you're guaranteed. Those were the no things
1: sense. I said. Boobs, booze, and Donald Gibb nailing yep. a dude in the balls. You know <laughs> like, I. Those were the things I remembered. And it also had the Latino dude that I was telling you about that died in a car accident while filming UHF. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who Tell is a part that. of this tennis team. Yeah. Fucking. So, Raul, Raul, Yeah, just Raul some weird Kingdom. stuff. But it's just, it's plain and simple. It's fun. It's hilarious. And basically, they're at the championships in, in, they're in Las Vegas. So, of course, they're partying. R.G. Armstrong's character shows up. Christopher Lee's character shows up. Enough time for them to basically hit on uh, a, tr- <laughs> uh, hit on a, a dude trying to be a chick. Uh, just. And basically saying you need to win these matches and that's all that's the whole movie right there. It but huh. it, it's just more about talking like Donald Gibb literally walked off of Revenge of the Nerds and they're like, You're now a tennis player. <laughs> Which <laughs> and, makes no sense. No it does. <laughs> but the movie it works. It does. It works. Uh totally underst like this is a staple and it made sense why this played on USA up all night. And, oh, let me not forget, Perry Lang, who's also on the tennis team, he's like this white bread dude that doesn't do much, but he is part of the tennis team. This dude actually went on to do stuff. He's like a big-time producer of movies and TV <laughs> stuff. So no, we're, we're never going to get him for an interview, I'm sure. No, and that dude, his, he's in, I was trying, I think he's in like four of these like mid-86 comedies, he shows up. Oh, He just likes to look at boobs. You can't blame him there. Nah. No. but yeah, just fun. You're just looking for a fun time. Fun time done. Tim Gross, Memory Lane of USA, up all night. Jocks is your movie. As I give it three out of four stars.
4: I'll probably have to give it the same. Yeah, this is what you show your buddies when you're like, "Hey, remember, uh, remember Ogre from the Nerds? You want to see what he did after the Nerds? Because it's pretty cool. You show him Jocks. You got titties. You got. It's very you know, basic.
1: Yeah. It one is. Of
4: these, you've seen them all, but you don't care because they're great.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Cause it's entertaining. It's something you remember. It's just, it's fun stuff.
4: It's not one you watch un- uncut. You watch or cut, you watch this uncut for the titties and, and shit like that. This is like, I could understand you saying this movie sucks. Like, yeah, you don't want to watch this on an up all night. Cause you want the movies you want the yeah. Full experience. Yeah. Is this out on DVD?
1: uh that is a good question i believe it's like on one of those 12 packs or something like that oh they got a whole fucking titty pack yeah but the sad part is that pack like that i seen sucks oh (laughs) really like the only other thing that was watchable on that pack is like uh, it is like it? Cave Girl or something.
4: Yeah, it's got, oh man, 12 movies. You've got Malibu Beach, My Chauffeur, My Tutor, Weekend Pass, Hunk, The Van, Jocks, Tomboy, Beach Girls, Pom Pom Girls, Cave Girls, and Coach.
1: Yeah. yeah there's
4: not a lot of
1: good that, that is a lame 12-pack. Um, I'm trying to see if it's out on anything else.
4: I don't think it's out by itself. Oh it's, it comes on another oh, 8 pack. Oh yeah it does.
1: 3247 cuz it's a Crown International Classic. Really? Yes, oh, wow. it's used at 18
4: well, bucks. Here, here you go. I just found this. Here's another 8 pack. This is one you get. The Guilty Pleasures 1980s collection. 8 films. Soul Man, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Angel, Tough Turf, Fraternity Vacation, Reform School, Girls Night Patrol. And the John Carpenter-written Black Moon Rising. That's a good one. Jeez, man. That's... I might have to fucking...
1: Yeah, this... 11 bucks. Hell yeah. This is weird. Yeah, it came out on DVD in 2006.
4: Well, don't spend the
1: 32. Yeah, that's just crazy. Hold on. Hold on. Found a four pack that you can find for twelve ninety eight that has Cave Girl Jocks my coach or my tutor and coach on.
4: That's the one you get. Yeah. Either or you know.
1: Yeah, so there it just you gotta look around.
4: Yeah, it's out there. Too cool for school collection. <laughs> oh man. That looks terrible. God, one fucking good movie for. Yeah, those are pretty terrible. Yep. Anyway, let's move on to. I got a. Uh, 1980 also? I think Convoy was.
1: 1978.
4: 1978.
1: Was with another movie that, like, was held over for many, many, many different reasons.
4: Really? I yeah, no I believe
1: research. shooting started in 76.
4: Yeah, I picked Convoy this week because. Last week, you know, I did the list of people who were probably on the short list to be called to be in uh, Cannibal Run 2. Yeah. And um, Burt Young. Burt Young. Burt Ward. Not fucking Robin. Burt Young. I needed some Burt Young in my life. So I picked Convoy. But I wanted to get into this first. I got a sneeze horn. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Bless you.
4: I wanted to get into this first. Uh, I, I skipped a piece of news I really wanted to get into. It was the most important news topic I saw this week, but uh, did you see that Scream Factory has announced three John Carpenter movies to come out on Steelbook? Uh, Escape from New York The Fog and They Live? Did you see the ration of shit they took? Mm. Did you even read any of that shit?
1: No, I didn't even know this was going Man, on. Man,
4: this was like People jump down Scream Factory's throat for for putting these out. Like, God damn it, guys, what are you doing? Double and triple dipping? And I'm like, I gotta get Tim's take on this. Is like, I think it was. Look, man, you never. It was always a joke, even in their eyes. I think it was a joke of like how many how many versions of Army of Darkness that they put out. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. It, it was and nobody. Clearly.
4: Yeah, nobody ever said shit about that, but man, people like unbelievably viciously went after Scream Factory about this, and I just don't get it. Like, if it's fine, I'm not gonna buy these. I have these already.
1: Like, mm-hmm. this,
4: I mean, what what does Tim Gross think? Is did they find? I mean, was it deserved? Did, I, don't
1: think it I was deserve? Deserved,
4: I but, don't. You know what? You are going to bitch it, about something on the internet like just don't
1: just keep it to yourself. I, it goes back to I believe that's what people do these days. Did they just jump the do they on um, did they jump the shark though
4: honestly have they
1: If you really want to say they jumped the shark they did that with army of darkness. Army of Darkness, yeah. Yeah, and that was years ago. And if you're just if you're only coming to the party now, you're late, you're an idiot, fuck off. It just it I swear, when this stuff gets, people, it's no different than with the trailers. They immediately hate it. Yeah. And I mean, this goes in, okay, example. We talked about Alien Convent earlier. Yeah. Yes, I hate what's going on behind the scenes, like Ridley Scott, all that random crap. Yeah. Do I still want to go see a movie with aliens? Yes, I do. Absolutely. We're always going to be there. But it's just people are not happy unless they, they, they're sitting in front of their computers, on their phones, on their Twitter accounts, just bashing the shit out of people. Cause I hate to tell them Shout Factory's gonna sell a shitload of those. Yep. Shout Factory wouldn't have made those if people weren't gonna buy them. There is a reason why Shout Factory is as big as they are. I don't they think they're like, as
4: big as you think they are.
1: I think they're, I think they're pretty big, but I'm just saying, get off of it. You know what I mean? Stop making it your thing. As soon as somebody releases something, you have to bitch about it.
4: Yeah, but like just the thing I don't understand. I read all these things. They'll announce something, and everybody usually is just like, awesome. That's funny. yeah. Everybody's like, like they oh, love I can't people, wait to get that. People love Shout Factory, but this one, like, they just viciously. One eighty turned. Heel turned on the. It was literally like they threw shout factory through the barbershop window.
3: Like
4: <laughs> <What? laughs> holy shit, the fuck is going on here? Like I just didn't get it. Like venomous comments, and I just like goddamn, what the fuck, guys? Just don't buy the fuckers.
1: Yeah, that's that's all you gotta say. I just just don't it. buy. I to What's get the point? Take on this. No, I just I don't. I don't understand. It, it, it just... This is stuff I don't pay attention to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like what you said. Am I going to buy this? No, I'm not. I already have them. Yeah, don't it's care. like...
4: It's nothing new. It's just new box. It's
1: like... Yeah. No- that's all... The, and that's all the people have to say. I, hey, I'm not going to buy that. Yin's already repackaged it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what I am not understanding with the Empire... I am one of the biggest... Charles Band fans out there. I
4: don't think we were too negative on that box. Just the price was ridiculous. I mean, honestly, yes. the price
1: was and ridiculous. Yes, and uh, there isn't that many people being that negative on the price, and I thought there would be. No, huh. So what's the difference? I don't know. People are Half of the know. stuff in the Empire box, you can get pretty cheap through Shout Factory. Yeah. So I, I, it it's one of those things... Somebody and their friends got together and said, hey... No, it's
4: bigger ga- than that, dude. Like, yeah, it's way... Like, everybody jump on shit is weird. Anyway, fuck all that I, shit. Yeah, I don't pay attention to that. Back to fucking my pick, Convoy. I. This is... Honestly, I'll let the cat out of the bag. This is this year... For me, this is this year's blue collar. I had never... <laughs> seen, I had, wow, man, like, I... Ah. This movie, I thought it was going to be like a, a a fun, get the gang together type Burt Reynolds joint of a movie. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to be in this. Gonna, Burt,
1: well, yeah, Burt I, I will say there's, okay, I understand what you're saying, but let me just say this. I thought it was going to be like a comedy movie. This is not a comedy d- movie. No, it's not. But I've always never took this movie serious. Really? As much as i watched this movie as a kid, never took it that serious. But go ahead.
4: I loved it, dude. It's got basically the story. Like, I knew I was in for something special because I did not know Sam Peckinpah directed this.
1: Oh, yes. Which I want. I want a documentary on what went down behind the scenes of this movie.
4: A lot of smoking cigars. I'm sure a lot of the whiskey flu. It oh like yeah. a river. I'm sure
1: there's a bunch there's, of going on. There's stories of Sam Peck and Paul screaming at actors, locking himself in his trailer for 12 hours, saying he's not finishing the movie and the movie needs to be three and a half hours long.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm not familiar with Sam Peck and Paul stuff. I know he apparently
1: did. this is the movie that everybody was just like, yeah. Go the fuck away.
4: I know that guy did, like, a lot of, like, 70s masterpieces. I just have never gotten to, like... I'm pull his fucking filmography up right here. I'll just, oh, like, yeah, he he's... Like, we'll just do the section of Kyle's Never Seen This right now. I've seen Straw Dogs. Uh, I've never seen Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. Never seen The Wild Bunch. Never no, seen
3: too.
4: any, like, any of these fucking Sam Peckinpah fucking vile. I did do like like his violent stuff like i need to see the wild i need to see the wild bunch there's no excuse why i've never seen the fucking wild bunch it's, it's fucking stupid but anyway we're talking about convoy it's the it's really an american like folktale, i thought and like i said this blew my fucking socks off this week uh it's about chris Christofferson who is this widely known trucker back when mm-hmm. like, this and and um Smokey and the Bandit, like, they really ushered in the CB, like...
1: You, as you're talking about this, Burt Reynolds turned down this role. Him and Hal Needham actually turned down this film and went and made Smokey and the Bandit.
4: I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did, because now we have both movies. Yep. I think Sam Peckinpah made... I think I could see this, like, script written as a comedy, but he turned it into, like, this serious... Working man, I'm always a sucker for these blue collar working man movies, like like this and.
1: Oh yeah, this movie was supposedly over three hours long.
4: I need to see it all. I want to see all and, of it.
1: And uh, basically, James Coburn, who was friends with Peck and Paw, uh, actually finished a lot of directing the scenes of Convoy.
4: Probably Peck and Paw was really
1: drunk. I'll bet. Because yeah, because this movie was like. Three million dollars over budget or something, mm. and the weed
4: budget he, went over. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, the budget on this was much bigger than I've ever thought it was. But they were like three million dollars and six weeks over budget, and they just like, hey, and even when it was done, they threw Peck and Paul out and gave it to somebody to edit down.
4: <laughs> I don't know why it looks like there's just one. We'll talk about it. there's one part that. Just doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's about it's about the rubber duck played by Chris the the most beautiful man from the seventies, Chris Christofferson. Yep. Like that guy is a monolith of male. Like every like the seventies gave birth to Chris Christofferson. Yep. It just like ego fucking it just planet fucked. and made made Chris Christopherson. But he's he's the rubber duck. He's kinda like this folk folk hero. He's known widely over the CBs. And I, I like how he just he doesn't know Pigpen, who's played by Burt Young. He just makes friends with him over at the CB and the black. I can't remember the black guy's name.
1: Oh, oh I'm forgetting God. his name right now. I know
4: what he was in. He's in like a lot of he's in a lot of shit.
1: But he's an important character in Convoy. God
4: damn it. What was his name? Spider Mike. Yeah, Spider yes. Mike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Mike. Yep. Uh, you got it right. They all hook up over the CB and decide to uh, to go go get some food at this diner and Dirty Lyle, like my favorite new character, Dirty Lyle is definitely in my, my genre fucking team up. Guardians, Dirty Lyle. Played by the amazingly gap-toothed poor guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff
4: Dirty Lyle Cottonmouth Wallace. He pulls him over and basically says, look, you're gonna give me what you got in your pocket, or you're gonna go to jail and you're gonna pay a lot more. So he's a dir he's a dirty cop, which they quickly fucking chuck that out the window. They don't ever go back to him being dirty any like anymore. But you know, he catches up with them in the diner. A fist fight ensues. They knock the fuck out of the whole entire police department in a very, very Burt Reynolds like bar brawl. I'm surprised Terry Bradshaw didn't hit somebody with a a fucking football helmet in this, but then then it's on. They they get the fuck out of town and word spreads that you know they're in trouble in the convoy. They they just it or I like how like they never planned it. It just organically grew this convoy and all the truckers lingo up over the CB and start following them for just no reason. No, you know they're out for the working man. Like the work, I don't I don't know that. That's the what I got out of it. Like they they had no plan, no didn't know where they were going. They just God damn the man, we they fucked us and we're getting over the state line. And then like this is the weird part. What was up with they they take this back road in in into in like fucking barter town? <laughs>
3: and,
4: and it's all dusty, the cops are wrecking everywhere. Clearly there's no way that fucking Lyle, Cottonmouth, Wallace survives ramping 100 feet through a barn in a (laughs) Am. That guy's dead. (laughs) But no, the awesomeness of Bernice Borgnine makes him live. But, there's stunts, but they go into, like, this is where the movie kind of derails for 15 minutes. Like, this movie is, I looked this up, it's based on the C.W. McCall song. Like, the song came first, then
1: Yeah, Yeah, it came, came like, Seventy five or so. Yeah. Um. There's. I like the soundtrack of this.
4: Speaking of soundtracks, I liked it because there's like just one song, but there's a whole like different genre versions of Convoy, and yep. there's this one part where it's just like they they play Convoy and they play like this weird British version of it with horns, and they just drive through the desert <laughs> for like fifteen minutes of just trucks driving through the desert to this British. And I'm like, okay, uh, does this movie have a point? And yes, it does.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
4: Uh, the, man, the man, this this movie has a lot to say about the American working man. And, it, it, you know, the man, the senator, the Texas senator, uh, gets a hold of it, figures, you know, I, I'm going to use this these working men. I'm going to get the working man on my side. I am going to kind of exploit these guys for my own benefit to get reelected. Yep, And I love how it's not like, then it stops being a road movie, and it starts being like this political common commentary.
1: And the rubber duck doesn't want to have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah,
4: the rubber duck is out of it at this point. He's just like, look, man, I don't know what I was trying to say. I just wanted to get out of here, but you know, he takes meetings with the... It's all just a bunch of bullshit when the man comes in. Fucking Texas governor, but you know, there, there's there's enough cool shit going on here. I really liked it. it. It said a lot of stuff about the working man that I liked. Um, I do not like the the one downfall at the end. Dirty Lyle and the American Guard catch Rubber Duck by himself on a bridge because previously they took Spider Mike and beat the fuck out of him, threw him in jail
1: the in truckers, Texas. Yep. The
4: truckers fucking wrecked the jail with their trucks, break him out. And then there, there's a standoff on a bridge, where, you know, Rubber Duck says, "Look, you guys can't fuck with me. I've got this load of chemicals. I'm gonna go up like a fucking forest fire. You fuck with me, there's gonna be a lot of bad shit that happens." They blow him up on a bridge, and Rubber Duck dies. Yep. And now he doesn't die. They have this big fake funeral that the, the media is using to, for their own gains. Acting yep. like they were friends with the convoy, with the blue-blooded American worker man, and they have a funeral. Bert Ward, or Bert, Bert fucking Ward. Bert <laughs> Young. I'm just going to start calling him Pauly. Pauly says, yeah. I've had enough with this. This is all just a bunch of bullshit. They never knew what was going on. And he steals the rubber duck's corpse. But guess what? The rubber Duck is still alive in the back of the fucking hippie chartreuse microbus, who... All those hippies, Chris Christopherson's backup band.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> like yes.
4: That. They're all bearded weirdos. But yep. I liked it. It had a ton. It had, like, there's a lot of, it didn't have a lot to say, but you could read a lot into it about, you know.
1: That ending is the reason why I never took that movie serious.
4: I think the ending, had the rubber duck really died, it would have been a better movie. Okay. It would have been 100%. I did not like the fact that they pulled, like, what we were talking about with Guardians of the Galaxy always dead. Oh, wait, no, he's not surprised. No, man. It's okay. I like when characters die. That's why Game of Thrones is so good. It's okay. Like, he would have went down as a legendary American hero, and Dirty Lyle fucking sees him and just laughs, his crazy gap-tooth grin. But I, I really like this movie. I just think it shit the bed with him bringing Rubber Duck back. It's not as good as Blue Collar, but I'm going to give it a good. It's a three and a half out of five. I really, I really liked it. I really like. You were too. Why aren't you too hot on this? I know
1: I, know. I enjoy it, but I, it, not as much as I did as a kid because it was an HBO staple for me in the early '80s. Watched this really? all the time. I give it two and a half out of four stars. I like it, but yeah, I like Smokey and the Bandit much more. I think they're two different
4: kind of movies, though.
1: Yes. They are, but like I said, it just, I, I, there was something about it watching this, this time it was just like, I'm not impressed with this as I used to be. Oh man, I thought it was great. <laughs> but it's a fun movie though, it's a great, fun movie, and I, I, I just, I do remember. Like, a couple years after this movie was out, people had had CBs, just, like, noticing people talking like they were in Convoy. I
4: always... Did you ever have one? I always wanted one, man.
1: No, never. I didn't I didn't have one, but I knew a bunch of, like, people's dads and stuff like
4: there that. Was a, there was a big thing, like, junior, senior year of high school. I had one, but I never knew how to hook it up. So it just kind of sat in the backseat of my car forever, my 1985 Grand Amp.
3: <laughs> Rusty
4: 1985 gray Grand Am. It's set in the back of the. But people like I would go to my friend's car and like they, they, the whole fucking parking lot seemed like it'd be talking on the CB. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> had handles and chin. it was pretty cool. And I never got into it. I was kind of bummed I never did. But man, I still kind of want a CB. For what?
3: Because Everybody's they're
4: fucking got
1: cell phones and everything oh, else. Oh man, the
4: truckers still use CBs. Right? I don't know. <laughs> They gotta I eat CB. CB, CB culture needs to come back. Like, it has, it's a subculture that hasn't been appropriated by <laughs> now, hipsters.
1: Let me, okay, yeah, it hasn't. But do you know any old people that sat there and would listen to the CB radio in transmissions?
4: No, but I do know a lot of people around here that are older
1: that mm-hmm. listen to the police scanners. Yes, but there's, around here there'd be some old people that have the CB set up too.
4: In their house, nah. There's no
1: yes. reason to have one in your house. Oh yeah, because they would talk to the people out on the road.
4: <laughs> they didn't know where Smokey was at. That's like <laughs> the whole point to having a CB is to let everybody know where Smokey Bear is, right?
1: Yep. Yep. might I
4: have one in your house, who gives a fuck?
1: It's just people were weird, man.
4: You gotta, you gotta. That's the whole point. You need to know. At all times, where Smoky Bear is at, you even know if you need to know, if, you know, smoking got a bear in the air. You gotta know that.
1: There's anyway, a bear in the air. Smokey
4: got a bear in the air. I loved it. Uh, four. I'm gonna go four out of five. Matter of fact. Okay. I'm surprised. Like Rodrigo says, we need to get into some trucker exploitation. I, I need to get into some highballing with Jerry Reed, some <laughs> White Line Fever. I don't know, he sent me a whole bunch of lists. But anyway, I digress. This is going to be probably on my top ten. That's cool. I love it. What do you got for next week, sir?
1: I'm doing Chopper Chicks and Zombie Time.
4: Now that is a motherfucking up-all-night classic.
1: (laughs) Another, yes, another USA up-all-night movie.
4: Many times. I was just thinking about that movie this week. I am going to be doing No Escape. Yep. Because it's awesome, and John Cross, I think, is coming on the show. And Mr. Mister action movie has never seen no escape.
1: He's, it's shame on him. This
4: is fucking unexcusable. Yes. It's a travesty. How dare you call yourself an action man, sir?
1: Yes, never seen no escape.
4: That is a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, yeah, he's going to bring in a movie. Just don't know what it is yet. Uh, what do you got to pimp, sir?
1: Uh, as always, you can find me here at Blood, Bass, and Boomsticks or GrossMovieReviews.com or if you'd like to check out my books, go to Lulu.com. Just put in the bookstore, Gross Movie Reviews.
4: You can always find us anywhere that Blood, Bass, and Boomstick is put into the search bar. We're on mm-hmm. Stitcher. We're on Facebook. Join our groups. Join our Facebook live chats. Uh, I think that's going over pretty good. I don't know. i have to yeah. check the ratings.
1: <laughs> yeah, i have to the check reviews. the ratings maybe people will like us
4: yeah anyway uh, <laughs> next week no escape John Cross hopefully and fucking zombie chicks in chopper town chopper chicks is zombies I'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm deflecting shit man it is goddamn 11 o'clock I need to start doing some shit around here we are out of here
3: turn out the lights the
2: party's over they say that all
3: Good things must end, call it a night, the part is over,
2: and tomorrow starts the same old thing again.
3: All right, first of all, we'll start today off by telling you, it is Rolex time! Why do you eat? Not people, brains
2: brain jump. Yeah.
0: why
3: Dang.
0: i'm gonna punch you in the ovary that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> straight shot
3: Ooh, ow. right to the baby maker That's <laughs> a you can monkey boy
0: no matter where you go
3: there you are. go go fucking iceberg obviously you're not a golfer we came, we saw, we kicked its
2: ass. I go home and get your fucking shine box. Grant me revenge.
4: And If you do not listen,
2: then the hell with you.
3: If you go, it's gonna turn out bad. Bitches leave. Mecca, look a high,
2: mecca, hidey hole.
3: Each day's a gap. Did you see? Did you see? The doctor and me. Did you see?
2: You need one more drug deal with that idiot fucking cop magnet of a cousin of yours. And I'll forget your grandmother who was so nice to me. I'll cut your fucking nuts off. You understand that? I swear to my fucking mother, if you touch her again, you're dead! Oh.
1: I award you no points, and may God have mercy on you.